0: Yeah, go now. Go now that the podcast just started. Go. Get out of here, Auggie. Uh,
1: I see I how I see. you are. Uh, I'll take it somewhere else.
0: <laughs> welcome back to the Anime Collector, and welcome back to the OCA Podcast. The Open Chess Anime Podcast with myself, the Anime Collector, and my co-host, Donjobo Auggie, who has just stepped out to get fish, and my, my other co-host, FDDNM.
2: <laughs> Thank you for the introduction. I'll take it from here. Now, our first (laughs) business is going off to the anime collector for our first uh, story. (laughs)
0: Okay. So, um, I'm in a a better mood, but I want to just address something real quick because I've had kind of a rotten week. And uh, I'm hoping it doesn't affect the podcast, but a lot of really obnoxious things have happened. For instance, last night, um, I didn't get any work done because my daughter was not sleeping the entire night. My wife was up till 1am and I I walk in uh, the bedroom to grab a water and I'm like, are you okay? Like, it's almost one, you should be going to bed, you know, because of our conflicting schedules where I'm awake at night and she's awake during the day and has to take care of the kids. Um, So she's having trouble sleeping and apparently uh, when she goes to bed, all of a sudden it's like my daughter just will not sleep. Then it turns out uh, that we had gotten like, as you guys know, I... uh, I'm not actually a huge fan of Starbucks, but I, I am addicted to uh, the amount caffeine. of caffeine I can get in this drink. So <laughs> I when I picked up this drink uh, the other day, because um, I always buy like multiple, I put them in the fridge, I don't even drink them till nighttime because of the schedule and everything. Um, we got my wife a green tea latte because green tea has a negligible amount of caffeine. Not Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks has 80 milligrams of caffeine um, and... That I, I looked that up. Like, is that a lot? Doesn't sound like a lot because it's milligrams and whatnot. Turns out it's the same amount that's in Red Bull. <laughs> um oh my
1: God.
0: So, and just to be clear, Red Bull, the article said has a surprisingly low amount of caffeine compared to espresso and whatnot, right? But it's still, you know, it's kind of an alarming amount. So uh my wife was up till one in the morning, my daughter was up all night you know i I eventually got a bouncer in here and i was working at my uh desk over here and bouncing her all night um and then while all that's going on i get a message on my phone that my bank account is overdrawn because my landlord decided to cast to to cash this month's and last month's rent check within two days of each other (laughs) so this has been a phenomenal freaking week for me (laughs) and i'm hoping it doesn't uh affect the podcast, but if it does, I'm going to blame it on that anyway. So something else that I want to bring up, um, and, and the, the fact that uh, first of all, just to, just to clarify, I, I do want to make sure that this is clear. Um, I'm not asking for, um, <laughs> for donations like super chat or anything like I, the money situations literally already preemptively been taken care of. It's just a delay on cash coming in. So I'm, I'm already like covered. It's not a big deal here. I'm not like, um, I'm not like like in debt and going down the drain kind of thing. Um, But uh, um, something else that has occurred uh, during the gunsmith cats live stream, I had discussed that we had picked a certain tier uh, because we were going to use the inscription in the uh, 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 art book to have Kenichi Sonoda develop a a logo for the podcast, right? And it was just like, wouldn't it be funny if we had Kenichi Snow to do that? Uh, and we literally just let him do whatever he wants. And we would use it as, as the podcast logo, um, including uh, things like saying, uh, interpret open chest, however you interpret it, whether it be an open treasure chest or a bare chested man or whatever, whatever it's going to be. Um, well, uh, Robert J. Woodhead has contacted me and said that um, basically it's not quite in the spirit of what they were wanting to do at the Kickstarter, and he felt like it probably wasn't appropriate, but that he would contact Kenichi Sonoda for us and ask him um, if he'd be willing to do it as sort of a commission thing, like a separate thing. So I've got an amount that I'm willing to pay. Um, I have no idea how much it's going to cost, but I just wanted to bring it up now because um, depending on what the cost is, I'm I might bring it up in the next podcast and say like, Hey, if you guys are interested in this, you know, give us your feedback, you know, like what, how we should handle this. Um, And potentially we might open it up for donations just if, if it's a little over what we want to spend, but um, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when it gets there. I'm curious what you guys think. Like um, we've, we've gone almost a full year on this podcast. We started the, the podcast on June 1st. Yeah. June 1st last year. So, Technically, the next podcast is podcast 26. And since we do these every other week, that's 26 weeks times two, 52 weeks, which is 52 weeks in a year. But then the the next podcast after that one is the day before June 1st. So it is technically the next podcast that's the official one year mark, even though the math kind of Goes weird because of the every other week thing. But I'm just curious, what, what are your guys' thoughts regarding um, actually getting a logo? And would it be worth it to actually be able to say Kenichi Sunoda designed our logo and all that kind of stuff? So I just want to know what your guys' thoughts were on that. Anyway, um, do you guys have anything that you want to say, my, my fellow co hosts here? No. Okay. I have a lot. In that case, good.
1: Well, referring to the chat chat for a brief uh, fluffer. Uh, Reese 2753 three said, get your queso now, folks. I you mentioned queso because recently I've had an interesting experience with some places. I've either had it be like almost the chunk of cheese or so thin it, ri- it would rival pea soup. So when I dip the chip in there, it'll just slide off the chip altogether.
0: You know what I in used the- to do Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say that... Um, I, <laughs> so my wife is Italian, <laughs> right? Nice. Um, she's convinced that her dad makes the best pasta in the world. I've tasted it. It's crap. Mine's way better. <laughs> um, and the reason mine is better <laughs> is because of the sauce. <laughs> Because if you add a crap ton of shredded cheese into it, the, the sauce gets so thick. <laughs> <And> that's <laughs> to your to your queso point. I don't know why that just made my brain go there. That's so anyway. <laughs> that
1: that was almost a Seinfeld episode you just described there.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> my life is a Seinfeld episode. A um, num, boom. If you learn how to complain exactly the right way and you get like the the snare, um uh, sound effect from Seinfeld is like a ringtone, you probably could just be a walking Seinfeld episode. Uh, anyway, shall shall we jump into the articles?
1: Mm,
2: yeah. The latest uh, comment, we will address that later in the podcast. I'm, I'm assuming. So. Okay, second latest now.
1: Well, do you want to do pickups first or like we normally do, or go ahead and
0: get our no. sound away? <laughs> I thought you were talking about Reese's comment about venison.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh,
0: Cynthia, we'll... Uh, We'll discuss that. That's that's a, a major uh, point to the <laughs> to the podcast. We'll be we talking about anyway. So, uh, what were you saying, Augie?
1: Uh, do you want to go ahead and get through pickups or? do our we
0: usually we usually do do pickups i mean we We do okay (laughs) i felt like something was weird yeah last podcast (laughs) we
1: did it
2: afterwards so you're probably like i don't
0: know i think what happened is that i found something that i wanted to talk about it was tamako market and tamako love story which by the way um otaku i started at uh, tamako market this morning i've gotten through the first episode and i just want to say um i like it (laughs) so far it's very weird um but uh um, I might hold off on finishing it and actually use it as a watch club in the future of the podcast uh, so that I can force Augie and M to also watch it. I'd like uh, to be forced to watch show. it. Uh, what? I'd
2: like to be forced to watch it is what I said.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I heard, heard you. And then, and then Augie just made a bunch of noise.
2: Oh.
1: Oh, the torture. Watching right, good Yeah. Show. Okay. So
0: go ahead. Go ahead, and let's do pickups. Do you guys want me to go first? I don't have much to show. I want I have, a, I have an absolute miracle to show you guys.
2: Oh I know. I have uh, a bit.
0: Well, so first you know, got screen. I got a package today, shipped in one of these, and by some miracle, it's not destroyed. <laughs> the The slip cover is okay, and it's one of these bad boys. Oh yeah can you believe that that's an absolute miracle
2: <laughs> now brad i can believe that because you remember how i got that my love story premium box at like three to separate times because it was damaged every time the final yeah. time it came it came in a bubble mailer <laughs> the best condition one so yeah. i can
0: believe that so um i picked that up i also this also came in love lab is nine bucks Nine ninety eight, I think, on Amazon right now for the DVD version, not the Blu-ray. Um, go to the go to the podcast group and use my affiliate code. Uh, and then, let's see, I, uh, I got Maria and the Witch's Flower came in. Uh, so I have that as well. It's and a then, shame we
2: don't have the 4K over here. What? I said, <laughs> it's a shame we don't have the 4K over here because Japan has a 4K Blu-ray of it.
0: Um, and then <clears throat> DDm turned me on to uh, Tales of Zestiria. What is this thing called? Dawn of Dawn the Shepherd, of the Shepherd. Uh, which apparently was was released with a special edition game um, that I didn't want. <laughs> so uh, I found it. I happened to find it on on eBay for um, a remarkably good price, considering I didn't have to buy the whole game, uh, special edition to get it. So anyway, those are my pickups um, right now. F man. Next, F-man. <laughs> go. Is, it, is my connection really bad again? <laughs> no, 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 no.
2: I was just waiting for the next okay. thing to be
0: said. Go, do it. Go. This, you guys always get on my case. Like, oh, the podcast was five hours again. It's like this is this is on you. <laughs> go ahead. Go. <laughs> I'm going to put the camera on Augie so I can eat this bagel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it really behind the scenes me? you're
0: bragging about having like 12 series to show off in your pickups go for okay, it okay
1: okay i'll go so one of the few one of the titles that we're going to watch not this not this watch club the next watch club is miss kumbayashi's dragon maid Ooh. oh
0: yeah i got that too And
1: I got this when it was a better deal, but for some reason I didn't know that the license was up, but Maria watches over us.
0: Yeah, I've been meaning to pick that up.
1: Is season three supposed to be just an OVA series?
0: I have no idea. Okay.
1: So next we have Captain Harlock, Endless Odyssey, which thank you, by the way.
0: You're very welcome. Oh. I saved you like a hundred bucks.
1: Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Follow-up well, uh, next, series that I'm not really looking forward to, but I can finally check it off, is Read or Die the TV series.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> oh,
1: And a follow-up to that would be Read or Die the movie. Ooh. Around the corner is Ghost in the Shell 2, in a sense, the music videos. So now we can blame MTV for our philosophies.
0: The music videos are literally just the soundtrack to clips of the movie. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> All right. So next up, once again, thank you, AC, because I didn't have to get this in public. Uh, Princess Princess.
0: This reminds me of something
1: I recently learned. Oh, yeah, Mr. Minds can be female, but I I don't know why Mr. is a part of the female part of that Pokemon.
0: Real quick, I just want to address something. Well, hold up, hold up. FDDM just said... Okay, he must be talking about it. Uh, okay, I don't even know. I'm gonna let him address that. <laughs> he said a wild animal that wanted a jar open just walked in. Anyway, so you you were talking about uh, princess princess just now, right? So yes, I was going something. through my I was going through my collection, moving stuff around, and I noticed I think there's like bloody snot on my <laughs> kashimashi uh, <laughs> art box.
1: Well, let's hope that's not.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't want to even think about what else it could be. Um, I don't know how it got there. It's underneath the the What's additional the cool title of the show corner. on the
1: spine, anyway.
0: Girl meets girl.
1: Hmm, that's not helping.
0: Kashi Mashi. Girl meets girl: the complete collection.
1: Right, I got that too.
0: Yeah. Oh, you mean it's not helping the uh, the blood? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, or whatever I'm assuming is blood. I. I- Anyway, so, so I just wanted to share that. Share your gross stories using hashtag OshayPuck. Okay, um, let's go back to
1: Augie. <laughs> gross stories why obviously Herm- Hermes, the wind of love. The wind of love? The wind of love. And guess who made, Wasn't this, guess a, who made uh, this? Yeah, Happy Science. A
0: cult. Yeah, the Happy yeah, Science, happy science
1: cult. cult. Which if you read up on it's pretty much taking a lot of religions, putting it into one and more likely a tax scam. It's
0: Japanese Scientology. That's exactly what Scientology does.
1: Also, to get this out of the way, once again, thank you, AC, for J2, jubi Chan.
0: Jubi Chan. In case you didn't know, there's a CG soundtrack available. It says on, like, all the discs.
1: Mm. Follow up another uh, manga entertainment title would be macross plus the movie which I thought was I thought this was included in the two pack but no with this it's a separate release so thank you once again AC for confirming and also like AC I finally got me some tactics
0: I think I watched that Okay, so I don't know if it's your connection or mine but what? can you guys let me know if Augie's getting kind of stuttery
1: I hope not and through these tactics, I finally got Orgus 2. I didn't know what this the was six episodes. As good as Sky Hurricane. Nope. What now?
0: The theme song to the original Orgus is one of the best anime theme songs ever.
1: Oh yeah, you can light them. You can have a lighter and just flare it in the
0: mm-hmm.
1: air and it wouldn't sync up. And last but not least, another genie on for this Podcast is uh, Stevia. Thank you very much, Lakonsky, for this. Yeah, Stevia. Stevia. For the record, for how this Did opens. you call it Stevia? Yeah. I got the, <laughs> got the good The sweetener?
0: <laughs> I think I have Stevia, but I didn't buy that version.
1: Well, I got this version, and if you let me demonstrate, this is how you open it. Slide Top. Mm. Here I thought it would be like one of those old uh, ouch bubblegum type of tens where it just flops up, which you can't open it, but you're probably going to tear this up.
0: 50 DM, um, can you please clarify these things you're saying to us? I, I don't know what he's saying. saying.
2: No. Next.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Did he get attacked by Yogi Bear? Yes. yes. All right. So Man, that's he the inside of it has, like, these thin, thin packs, which, if you open it up, it holds... Two of what you have. So this is one of those weird. Uh, okay. You complete the you complete the collection, but we have the special box for you. But I think this one was released completely with all discs.
2: I thought they had a Volume One plus ten version as well.
1: does that oh, yeah. work? Simple. Oh. Volume One includes, from what I understand, Volume One includes the first two discs. Then you have to fill up the rest of these.
2: So it comes with blank cases.
0: Yep. Right, so, Sorry, I was looking at something on Twitter. Go ahead, say that again. I can I can answer these questions. I'm just checking. <laughs> out. Still can, a, can, uh, you,
1: can you handle life? AC is life. Rushing no, too I
0: I have to hold on. I have to add your new tweets that came in so late to the. I didn't. I don't even know if the Twitter moments are in order. i <laughs> Don't even ask me. That, that thing's a mess this this year or this month because of Yeah, reasons. this year. So you're saying that you're saying that volume one came with the
2: empty cases, the empty cases for cases and
0: you put them in. Okay. So to answer your question.
2: It's read or die, yes.
0: It's well Kyo I guess read or die did it too. Yeah. Kill Caramel was was done that way. Kill Caramel. Kill Caramel. Yeah. In the name of the king. So these were all bought separate and placed into this art box.
2: That's cancer.
0: Which Rose. I think, yeah. Well, it was. It was cancer. It was really annoying that they did that because um, I finally came to the realization. Because I don't know if you can tell, I'm running out of space here. <laughs> running out of a <laughs> lot of space here. Uh, so I finally stuck the old Kill Carmel discs, uh, the empty cases, in my extras boxes. <laughs> Are, uh, things, well,
1: sp- uh, speaking about things are getting a little
0: cramped over here with, with the overflow shelves.
1: Yeah, I need to buy me another sh- another half shelf. Which I'm half pretty glad. Pretty glad I filled up the other half shelf. But when I that need to
0: move back to California, so I can actually go to IKEA and have stuff delivered for out without it being one hundred and eighty dollars for shipping.
1: Do you have a big lots where you're
0: at? I don't want to go to Big Lots. I
1: don't want to go to Big Lots?
0: No. No. I want to use the IKEA Billy Brand bookcase. Okay. FDDM, I do do not understand your message about Mother's.
1: Oh, Mother's Day is Uh, on the 5th, 13th.
0: Oh, is it? Yes. Well, thank you for sharing.
2: For you guys in the U.S., it is.
0: My mom died before the start of the channel.
1: Oh, uh, I'm gonna wake up at five thirty in the morning on Mother's Day.
0: Yeah, and tell us about your uh, devilish plan so it can be logged on the uh, on the internet for when your neighbors uh, file a lawsuit.
1: <laughs> Are we uh, ready to hey. move on? Hey, I need to. Hey, I need to get up and take care of stuff.
0: <laughs> Weird Owl is gonna love your uh, plan. Anyway, let's, well, let's Seth, get back to.
1: to uh, now we have to swap to. Uh, Wayne's World, the soundtrack, because that's easily oh. available to me.
0: Okay. Anyway, go on with your pickups.
2: Yes. Okay, so I'll start with the manga this time instead of ending it with the manga. So I got Man the Best number two. I'm basically doing this until they actually release the TV series over here, because I don't know, it's filling the void. Because I don't want to watch it until I can see the dub. And then we got... Uh, <laughs> What is this? World's End, harm I, I thought this was actually a hentai, but then going on Mal it says, oh yeah, no, it, it's not hentai. So, And then my brother confirmed that to me, so I'm like, okay, whatever, pre-order. Sounds interesting. And, uh, there's so much stuff to go through. Um, So let's start with Mermaid, Volume 3, which is the one that I was missing, which uh, Brad had for the longest time, and... I finally got that today along with all this other lovely crap. Uh, <laughs> so there's that Real About High School volumes one to four. What is this, backwards? So that's one, two, three, and four.
1: I like how you're presenting it. All I'm seeing is the lag, so it's like a magic trick every time we see like a full
2: image. Magic trick. Now as soon as you uh, as soon as I bid on your digi to digi ch- chara, whatever carrot. it is, carrot. carrot. Um I I looked into it to see, hmm, what's it worth, like to give you the price. And I was like astounded by how many different digi charat things there were.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: which one is this? I have no That's idea. That's the
0: original, I think.
2: Yeah, does Sentai have a re-release for that? Or is yeah. that something else?
0: Yeah. Sometimes what's the one
1: that, what's the one that Bandai Entertainment released?
2: Was Un- that re-released? Yo yeah, or whatever yo. Yeah,
0: Digi Chart Yo. Know?
2: That's the one that's actually like hard to complete. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I have just Volume Four of that one. I'm noticing right now.
2: Okay, so my next stuffs is I got Mezzo Volumes Two and Three. Not one, two, and three because I opted for. Getting the art box separately so that I don't have an extra copy of Volume 1 sitting around. Then,
0: so if anybody wants Volume 1, hit me up.
2: <laughs> yeah, just Volume 1.
0: Because I have an extra copy of it floating then, around now, so FDDM didn't.
2: Then steal whatever Angel Kurumi, the one mm-hmm. that has the crum- crumpled whatever spine and all that stuff. Do they yeah, make- so it needs
0: to be clarified. We talked about this. We thought that I had suspected in, in that broadcast we did that was sort of a private broadcast for the group. But these cases that, were too uh, small. Yeah, we that the case had been swapped out because the original case had an open disc. Well, I looked up who originally told me that it was Augie He <laughs> <laughs> <It> was wrong.
2: <laughs> He's wrong. So this is LBC the case.
0: That is the yeah, that is the correct case. So I, I bought that extra one because of what Augie told me years before we started the podcast. And he was wrong.
2: So wait. So they naturally have crumpled artwork? Is that what you're saying? Oh, Apparently <laughs> I mean I could probably like cut off an like yeah. a couple millimeters and then yep. fix it. But...
0: Probably should have, but they didn't.
2: <laughs> Let me, yeah, might as well get this out of the way. And then I think this one you oh god. You already showed on your end, but uh, mm-hmm. the Tenshimoyo GXP yeah. doesn't matter if it is or not, because yeah. I'm showing it again. Tenshimoyo GXP art box that has all eight volumes. Because mm-hmm. I had the one that had the like four, four spaces wide, but I wanted to go all out, of course. And luckily, um, all eight volumes were included, even though it's just the first volume that I paid for. So that's a nice bonus, and then we got um oh Jesus, we got uh, Rigadoon volumes one to six, heavily damaged edition. Um, jeez, Brett, um, did you did you sense volume six like this?
1: We can't. There we
0: go. If this wasn't in the box. Then yes.
2: <laughs> wow. It it really doesn't matter because it was like. This is just for function, yeah. just so I can watch it. And
0: then we oh, got
1: replacement cases aren't that cheap or pretty cheap, aren't that
2: expensive?
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: But artwork's pretty expensive to replace.
0: <laughs> well, you'd have to replace all those anyway because they're all socket yeah, yeah. and whatever.
2: Yeah, I'll wait till Discotech re releases it or something. So yeah. then we got the School Rumble art box. I honestly forgot <laughs> about picking this up until you mentioned it in your stream, and then I'm like, hey. Hell, I'll get that because I love there's a school. magnet
0: on the front. I just a realized. Magnet?
2: Oh,
0: yeah, God, that lower. A... Yeah, the uh, the box set there came with magnets. Yep.
2: Is this number they... on the top like the numbered? No, they, copy all of it? Number. Okay. they all have that number. Okay. But yeah, he sent me the magnets as well, so that's nice. Except I don't have. I don't know why they have that number.
0: I don't think numbers. you ever. see ten. Number. Okay. I remember
1: one. I remember one stupid YouTuber that had his collection. And he showed how he kept growing it and growing it, and what he was doing is like showing, listing the value of it, like how much he spent for it. Then once he reached up to his goal, he just started. The sleazy guy turned into a reseller.
0: What, what was his goal? Ten thousand. <laughs> Ten thousand. <laughs> There, 2009.
1: No time. <laughs> so it was nothing but like the metal boxes for school rumble and uh full metal alchemist.
0: Hmm. Not Continue. that those are even worth the great
1: old man. Okay. So my What's old man's
0: pick- name Oh my he gosh, there's so much. School rumble crap. is awesome. Hey cutie Honey 30.
2: Okay, so then I got the Dragon aids Dragon Maids um and it includes the controversial line unfortunately but i don't care whatever blah
1: well there's more to the show than one line
2: i know that's what i mean
1: okay and then
2: this one highly anticipated uh fourth digimon tri film and it's probably gonna be like five months till we get the next one which is sad because i want more of this as soon as i can And on the other theme of Digimon, I got Data Squad from Brad as well. In excellent case condition. that was Canada?
0: That was that was UPS's or or the United States Postal Service's fault. That wasn't my. I tried to
1: sell him a pit bull, and you gave him an English
0: bulldog.
2: Whatever. I'm just happy to have a full version of Digimon Data Squad. And I found that site that's actually like reasonably prices for replacement cases and stuff. Bulk. And I got Last Erectile, the um, Virgin Slayer or whatever it's called. Fam Silverwing, part is one.
1: That, is that the name of a character in that season?
2: What, Virgin
1: Slayer? No, uh, Fam something. I don't I know. I
2: just think of all those uh, modern hipsters that call, say, yeah, Fam. And all that stuff.
1: Which... <laughs> oh, come on. Hipsters are people who drink Starbucks in podcasts. You're right. <laughs> okay, so the next one yeah, I got.
0: I'm so original, Augie. do so you the mean original?
2: From Brad, because the U.S. sellers that sell it for a reasonable price uh, do not ship to Canada. Um, Okami-san. Oh, Jesus. I don't think I ripped that or not. But um, that's another limited edition down. There was a little flap that was like completely bent off, but I super glued that.
0: And then we got... How, how well did super gluing work? Pretty well. Because I have this Funimation uh, box of the Dragon Ball movies here. And uh, this this bad boy, the glue they used back then is... Um, Not I good. I believe the technical term is garbage. <laughs> garbage glue. <laughs> so Fine, Technically
2: uh, speaking, garbage yeah all right so then i'm very happy to get these um heaven's lost property seasons one and two limited edition now originally this one i got from that site that um brad probably doesn't want me to say the name of so people don't start
0: buying from it um it yeah, makes me sound like such a uh, a bad guy.
1: <laughs> no, no, this is normal. This This is a normal thing collectors talk to another about.
2: So the UPC, um, the UPC for this, I searched up on that site, and it came up with the listing I bought, bought it from. And I noticed after I paid for it that it said in brackets, classic, like anime classic version, because there's an mm-hmm. anime classic of it. And it also said 2014 release, but this is a 2011 release. So I got really concerned. I messaged him up, and throughout it, we clarified that this indeed was this version. So I was really happy because it was a great price because this is one of the more expensive Funimation limited editions out there. And this one I got from Brad.
1: Do you have the movie? Do I have the movie? Not yet. Okay, because sadly, they released one movie, but they didn't release the... Finale movie which yeah,
2: but I'm going to import the finale movie because it's actually like fair price To get okay. it. Okay, and then uh, this is my last DVD haul. so sergeant frog season one Which for those of you who don't know is pretty damn hard to find now unless you look at the places that still have it in stock Until it goes up pretty... and I guess the
0: nation's that... website <laughs>
2: <laughs> and uh, if this don't even buy counts, it off
0: of fries,
2: <laughs> this is like a Bitcoin enthusiasts over here. Except I'm using it for its actual intended purposes, gaming. So that's where half of my <laughs> future What are you gonna goes. do
0: with your old? What What's your old card?
2: Um, it's a generic one from a pre build. Wow. Yeah. Ugh. Look at that bad boy. He's so great. Um, But yeah, that's an 8 gig card. So that should be plenty enough for what I'm trying to do with it. And yeah. Minecraft, uh, right? Yeah, Minecraft.
1: 32 (laughs)
0: chunks
2: rendered I could do. And I can do up to 4K. Uh,
0: 32 chunks render distance.
2: (laughs) That's like the max you can do.
0: Yeah, it is.
2: (laughs) And then I got these two CDs. uh, That's not anime. So that's it for me.
1: You're uh, turning into Giga Frosty by showing animaniacs in the pickups.
2: What are you talking about? You guys do live action all the time. He does. He I should too
1: one time. Oh,
2: I
0: didn't kid. even buy Kabuki Man. I didn't even buy it. Don't give me what that. What
2: are you talking about? Are you oh, kidding? No. What about that? Like one. What
1: about Sergeant? Kabuki does Man does all those, like, the. the
0: what you that were probably referring that you to is Kung when Pao. I when I bought the original movie that they turned into Kung Pao.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you also had those movies that you're like, this is one in a thousand oh, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Those collections.
0: Those are all Japanese movies. They count. That's
2: Yeah, Japanese movie equal anime. Got it.
0: Anime is it. just part of what I do over here. Anyway, um, you guys ready to move on to articles?
2: Yes.
1: Yeah, show the artsy stuff.
0: Starting off with Kickstarter news. Gunsmith Cats exceeded their goals, their wildest dreams, with a total of uh, $350,879. Which means everybody's favorite voice actors will be doing a commentary track. Hooray! Uh, Moving on. (laughs) Uh, I brought this up a little while ago on the podcast. Just I, I just happened to... It, it caught my eye at some point, and I thought it looked interesting. I'm just that noting the that the... Uh, yeah, that game with the interesting uh, polygonal artistic style they went with, it kind of looks like Papercraft. Uh, the game got funded, so I'll just bring that up just in case anybody cares. And in convention news... Uh, so you guys know that they do those... Escape the the room kind of uh, things. Well, they're doing one that'll be JoJo's themed at uh, Anime Expo. So, and
1: apparently for this one they built a separate structure by these people that's uh, running it. So it's not going to be like a hotel room. It, you have to escape a whole structure,
0: which will probably I I. I hate to say it, but it's probably going to be a lot less cool than it sounds.
1: <laughs> i yep. just going to say that right now. I just hope it doesn't but, do like play certain musical notes or solve this Morse code. I don't know where.
0: <laughs> I used to say, I used to joke. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I Every once in a while I have a, a post I posted on Facebook like years ago, pop up in my memories thing, um, where I said I think I would have a lot easier time surviving um, Silent Hill than Resident Evil because I don't know, because not only do I not own the Eagles Crest, but I don't know how to play uh, Moonlight Sonata in E minor. Because <laughs> yeah. there's all those, there's all those, uh, <laughs> all puzzles. those puzzles you have to do in Resident Evil that are related to some obscure random crap <laughs> that I wouldn't know how to do. Uh, anyway, so continuing, yeah, just saying, I, I don't think it's going to be as good as it looks. Although I do want to do it. Uh, and it'll probably have an enormously long line that'll make it un- unworth doing. But we'll see. Oh, and you got to pay ahead of time. That's great. Tickets for. I'll read this. I'll read this. Oh, 38 for even no- non-attendees. Hold, hold up. Wait, why are the. Ti- oh, okay. Okay. This is for Phantom. I was going to say, why is AX more expensive than non-attendees? <laughs> no, no. You got to read the whole thing. Um, okay. So that's interesting. All right. Anyway um yeah moving on to the next thing live action mob psycho 100 series will be hitting netflix in the u.s on may 22nd so you guys can look forward to that um i i would like to actually watch the original first that i haven't gotten around to but but i do own it uh you own
1: enough to scream spoon like the tick
0: i haven't watched any of it i don't know what you're referencing (laughs) Um, Glass Mask from 1984 is coming to High Dive's uh, streaming anime lineup. So that's cool. Uh, glad to see um, more. Oh, forgot. hot on the heels of War butler Battler Gembine. Uh Yeah, so uh, I, I like to see that these older shows are getting some love on these uh, things. And hopefully this show will get a Blu-ray release from Sentai and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Um, it Sentai
1: released the reboot of that series. As it the passed, they only did the first half of yep.
0: maybe in theater news, theater release news G Kids and Fathom Events uh set off fireworks anime film in July. So, this is gonna be on July 3rd, 2018. Mm. If you guys are interested in going to the theaters to see it?
1: I have a feeling anyway. there might be a video about this.
0: Uh, I don't maybe, I mean, it's it's gonna be airing like the day before the day before Anime Expo. So maybe I might go see it. I, didn't, I wasn't even considering it, but yeah, I might. I mean, it, it depends on... what. We'll discuss this later. <laughs> anyway, um, Steven Spielberg talks about his meeting with Hayao Miyazaki at Red- Ready Player One uh, talk event in Tokyo. So I brought this up because uh, it leads into the next thing we're going to talk about, but also because I just thought this was interesting where he said... We talked about the process of what comes first, the story or the characters, and he was expressing the fact that the story is the character. For him, the characters are the story. Uh, which is the same thing uh, said backwards. <laughs> Stories are character, character are story. Anyway. Well, I thought that was an interesting... there's you know.
1: a Wednesday, so I'm not surprised by them saying similar things anyway. What? Well, I mean, you have Steven Spielberg. He made Hook. That's like a definitional whimsy, then you have Miyazaki, which... Oh, depending whimsy. On
0: I thought you said Two Fathers of Wednesday. And I'm, I'm like, from the Adams family?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, that's a strange yally. Who, who would Mr. Adams be with, Lurch or Fester? Oh, oh, I'm going to move on. Oh, well, if it was a visual novel, it would be Fester, but...
0: Detective Conan, Zero the Enforcer, continues to dominate Japan's box office, beating Ready Player One.
1: Yeah. And...
0: Japan box office. Detective Conan sells more tickets than Avengers Infinity War, even in its third weekend. I'm scared. Uh, So I bring this up partially because I'm dying to just yell from the mountaintops that I care so little about Avengers and Marvel movies in general. I'm curious if anybody else feels the same or if I'm alone uh, um, in this. It's one of those things where you see so much popular stuff and because you're not an asshole, you don't be a contrarian and just – shit on everybody's parade telling them how dumb it is but on the inside you you just want to scream for the love of god stop making star wars movies <laughs> anyway so i'm uh moving into the next thing this was actually kind of it's it sounds more clever than it actually is but uh they did an avengers infinity war promo where they turned it into a, into a jrpg battle right this looks way more interesting than it actually is when I skim through it. Dead. Anyway. <laughs> um, all right. So let's see. Series news. We're going to plow through this because I'm not going to let you guys interrupt me. Cut. <laughs> all right.
1: Okay, you got to redo that was, scene. We need more feeling.
0: This was shared by uh, Reese, Kenichi Sonoda's Project BB anime confirmed as Project Bean Bandit. Also, guys, Swish called it, although it wasn't that difficult. Uh, yeah, so this was this was totally something I said in the last podcast. I guaranteed you that this was what it was going to be. Old
2: concept and art. Right.
0: Concept art looks pretty cool.
2: No, I'm talking about that second last picture that you were mentioning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you
0: for bringing that up. Yeah, yeah. I, I mentioned this too. Um, interestingly enough, so... Okay, so this is this is actual artwork, I believe, obviously because it's hand drawn from the original Gunsmith Cats. I, I believe I recall this exact scene, in fact. But down here, uh, when Riding Bean came out before Gunsmith Cats in anime form, and this is actually Rally Vincent in Riding Bean. She had a whole different character design. She had blonde hair, and it's interesting that they're that they're showing the character sketch. For this, with rally with blonde hair, you know it's going to be you'll be really interesting. Is if they make Rally's bean uh, riding bean character design canon by having her get her hair cut and go with the dark hairstyle in Project Bean Bandit.
1: It's strange that you say that, AC, because as I mentioned to you before in the third episode of uh, Gunsmith Cats, towards the end where you see the brief news reporters, you'll see, yeah, you'll see Gunsmith. Cat's Rally gets shot up in, in a scene, then it cuts to a news reporter, which is the old design of Rally.
0: Yeah, huh. that is interesting. I'll have to rewatch that. He, you brought that up. I didn't check it out after you said that, but I, I should check that out. Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho 25th anniversary special anime reveals key visual and episode titles. So here's what you get to look at. Aren't you guys lucky? Look at Karama with his hands in his sleeves because he's cold. He is not cold. He's a badass. <laughs> He's got the dragon in him. <laughs>
1: it's not because it's cold. It's because it's the 90s. Now a sport that I actually do.
0: Uh, anime versus real life. So I'm just sharing these because um, I, I think it's interesting to see how much more often this actually happens than uh, than you might think in anime. Uh, and also um, how poorly this photo matches up to this one. They, they should have taken it from much farther back. Um, it seems like the, this picture looks like it was taken from right here, like down the road anyway. Um, but it's kind of interesting to see, um, how often this happens. And I I mean, I think it's, um, I think it's on purpose, uh, to, um, I mean, not only is it easier to create a very detailed setting like this by basing it on real stuff. Cause you don't have to think up what's going to be there. You can just copy it basically. But I think it also creates a, um, I think there's probably a tourism industry uh, tie in that, that maybe the government of Japan gives studios a, for lack of a better word, tax incentive or uh, what do you call that a subsidy um, for this kind of stuff. Like I wonder, I wonder if that's a thing. I wonder if they do that to get people traveling and bringing in cash and everything. Worldwide. Um even if it's even if it's the local government of that prefecture, you know, rather than let's say the federal Japanese government. So well, I, I, noticed, I think that's kind of interesting.
1: I'm noticing some other anime with this. If you ever watch like uh Metabots, for example, when you have the character who boasts about octopus balls, they start talking about different regions and stuff. I think with Japan, it might be an e kind of they might have an ego of which region you're in, kind of similar to how people act with college football or basketball. So, might be, be more of the people cheering for their hometowns or the places that Maybe. they actually enjoy. Either way, I like this because this kind of gives you more incentive to want to vacation over there.
0: Yeah. So, I would say if I was the Japanese that the trick would be to set all of your anime in the cities with the biggest population. Anyway.
1: Then you have a farming
0: show oh god this this just flashed something in my head i'm not gonna bring it up but I, I worked on a project in like 2011 for a building that's really oddly like even more oddly shaped than this and i recently saw from the uh, facebook page of the, the business I, I worked at that uh construction had started <laughs> in twenty eighteen on the thing we'd been we had been working on since like two thousand eight probably anyway. Um I really wish
1: you would get get a release some sometime at least for season one.
0: What? You mean on Aman-chu?
1: Amanchu, yeah.
0: I don't think I could look at this face for a long time.
1: She's like a Muppet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, Uh, and another one, (laughs) you don't have to be psychic to find Hina Matsuri's real world locations. Uh, So yeah, just again, I'm just gonna quickly go through them. When I was working at said place, I was just talking about, I learned that the reason buildings do this is to put more corner offices in. In case anybody, oh, also, wait, this guy, I felt like when I saw this, I'm like, wait a minute, is this that guy from Steinsgate?
2: What, it. the main character?
0: No. Uh, Reese shared a uh, a post about Steinsgate This looks like the guy who is interested in the guy dressed up as the chick or whatever.
1: Uh, it looks more like the anyway, Titan uh, from uh, Gundam Zeta.
0: I don't know. I'm going to keep going. So this I thought was really interesting. Higurashi, When They Cry, crashes the set of Last Period TV anime. So this show... Is gonna have an episode where the basically the entire cast of Higurashi is gonna actually debut. Like they're gonna be in the episode. So, the third episode of Last Period entitled "Hand to Mouth Life" will feature guest appearances by the cast from Higurashi. Anything uh, to say about this, guys?
1: Yeah, Higarashi. seen Higurashi. You haven't? Nope.
0: Well, you know, but, that's uh, what we're watching this October for uh, horror slash Halloween month.
2: Already watched. Um. So. Yeah, I don't know. I found that kind of surprising, but uh, I looked at the images, and I'm kind of off-put off how Keiichi has brown hair now, and his eye color. Like, they, it, it looks so alien, but the other characters... This guy? Look, yeah, Keiichi.
0: What color nope. was his hair originally?
2: Like, it, to a degree it was brown, but it was like a brown-gray. Like, you can easily Google it.
1: Keiichi. And of course poly poly two by four is uh, the one who wrote it but I wonder you if mean? you
2: mean you mean this you kind of that's a I mean yeah but that's a horrible
0: picture
1: <laughs> yeah there's no hope um,
0: it's the one closest to gray I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt here <laughs> if you ask wonder... me it looks perfectly fine. I don't hey, know if they're the the
1: or if it's just people cosplaying? But I would have to watch the show to know.
0: Yeah. Well, um, obviously, like obviously
1: different dimensional. It's
0: drawn place. in the style of the characters for this show.
2: Yeah, but his eyes are Which, yellow. By the way,
0: looks like the last show I'd expect the characters from Higurashi to end up in.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Might as well put them in mechs, You know, Higurashi and Mex, Can you imagine? Anyway. Um, so, I'm going to move on. Is that all right, everybody? Yes. Go. Backstreet Girls anime updates with new information and visual. Um, I that thing. So, God, I'm God, sorry, God, but I just. just looks really like see this like Kira from
1: show. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure.
0: I just got to see this. This looks so ridiculous. What I, mean, you per- I'm, 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 I bet you anything, it's going to be awful but I still want to see it because I just want to see this guy. And I want I want this guy to be my new avatar, but I'm not going to do it because I know I know as soon as I sit down and watch the show, I'm going to change my mind. <laughs> well, we did talk about
1: the, pre- the premise of this before. Do you remember or do you want me to give you a refresher?
0: Do a recap for everybody else.
1: Okay, quick recap. Three guys squatting. They're in the mafia They or in the Yakuza. They had a bad deal, so they had to move to either Vietnam or Korea to get a sex change in order to live. And they're pop idols.
0: So these three guys become these three girls? Yep. So they probably went to Korea because South Korea has um, some of the, like, I mean, the, what do you call it? The plastic surgery there is like, they're experts. <laughs> Literally every pop star there gets the eyelid surgery so they look Caucasian.
1: <laughs> well, and the reason. Go ahead.
0: A double lid surgery, or whatever they call it.
1: Another reason so, they so it
0: must be good must be career.
1: Another reason that a lot of Asians get that surgery is because sometimes they're born with like very narrow eyes. They keep getting headaches, so it's kind of a kind of a almost necessity to kind of get that out of the way, so they can focus better.
0: Or yeah. that's mean, what maybe. I, <laughs> It seems, it seems, uh, so I understand more flirting. <laughs> just picturing alternate, <laughs> alternative solutions to this problem, like people taping their eyes open to study. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, that's why you have vines. Anyway,
0: I'm looking forward to seeing this. I think it would be really funny. Also, um, how about that Korea situation? Moving on. Um, oh, did I click on it twice? It must have. Anyway, I
1: just want to make so, actually, let me
0: double check. I'm sure. I did. No, no, we're good. No, I
1: saw a cobra. Did you accidentally close that?
0: No, no, no. It's over here. Okay. Um. So, Honda's uh, or Honda's essay manga, Gaikotsu Shotenin Honda-san, gets TV anime this fall. So, um, this is a a, well skeleton bookstore clerk Honda-san. Basically, it's like it's like a story from the perspective of a bookstore clerk that is also a skeleton. So. Um, kind of looking forward to that anime Runei Kenshin Hokkaido Arc Manga resumes in June showing us that you can get charged with possession of child porn and still keep your career going moving on Sama Manga gets new volume in August Augie wanted to share this because for some reason he likes this show it's great is that all you have to say? (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh well, yeah, we're I took a bite. Yeah, I took was, a bite expecting you to have more to say. Um, yeah, I'm glad to see this. It means that there's a lot of people that are still interested in it. It has interest still sparked in it. It may be an anniversary for why this is, but if this continues, we might either get a sequel manga, manga series of it, or another continuation of the anime. So I'm looking forward to it.
0: I'm sure my wife is too. She'll enjoy it. Kiyohiko Azuma's Yotsuba manga has 16.7 million copies in print worldwide. Yeah, the which only I ask,
2: spinoff is the to only. To which I ask, animated.
0: where is the anime?
2: I know that's what. I... <laughs> yeah, it's like one of if, the. If you haven't read this. Is this, from... is
0: this from the creator of Azumanga Daioh?
2: From yes. yes. Wait, what? Yeah. Is it both?
0: So. This show or this manga, rather, is way funnier than Azumanga Dio. Um, not to say that Aza Manga Dio isn't hilarious, I'm just saying this is better. Uh, and there's no anime for it, and it's it's like the perfect, it's absolute it would be absolutely perfect for an anime.
2: It's spin off got a, sure. an anime adaptation, which is funny.
0: That's true. What was the spin off called,
2: Box Chan or something?
0: Yeah. Skynax's Princess Maker 5 is coming to Steam this month. So, we're in the gaming uh, news here. Uh, This Princess Maker, if I'm not mistaken, was. um,
1: This is what they made Petite Princess
0: Yushi off of, right?
1: Yeah, his butler. Yeah, her butler's right there in the corner. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So, this is the game. I mean, it's the game series, not this particular game, perhaps, but but this particular game series um, is what they built the anime Petite Princess Yushi off of. And here's the Cobra Party. Carta meets King's game in Cobra Party uh, card game. So I don't know if you guys are interested. It's a tabletop game. There's a thing you can watch here that I'm not gonna play. A tabletop first-person
2: thought... shooter.
1: So what's what's going on with the party? Is this a game or what did can I just cut? say?
0: <laughs> it's a tabletop remember. card game. <laughs>
1: Oh, trust me, AC. I have a friend. I have to keep repeating to him eight times in order for him to actually listen to me. It's gotten to the point well, where I, I, have I to was talk I was and, joking,
0: but I, I, oh. then I realized maybe my connection's really bad and you guys didn't hear anything I said.
1: <laughs> I like how old Sega Genesis it looks. for yeah. the cover.
0: His hair looks funky to me, but anyway. Um, yeah, the 70s,
1: going into 80s.
0: Release news.
1: Want to briefly
2: say that that glass mask is the thing that they only released one half of. It's this glass Uh, mask collection one, more like collection only.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, DiscoTech rolls out new and rescued anime licenses this summer. Bananya, the kitty who lives in a banana. Haruka Nogisaka's secret.
2: And Pereza. <laughs>
0: Eat Man. And Eat, Eat Man 98. Man. So, the original Eat Man that's already been over here, that was Eat Man 98, right? They didn't actually get the original Eat Man over yeah. here yet?
1: Technically, they were both available on VHS, if I'm recalling right. Yeah. The, the 98 is what Bandai Entertainment released Regular Right. Eat and Manhattan they only,
0: only had the first episode dubbed, if I remember correctly.
1: Yes, either the first one or the second one as well.
0: Yeah, we'll and like then, then "Bye Bye, Lady Liberty" coming to Blu-ray or hybrid. They say um, hybrid, but these all just say. Well, not a good example there. It's just Blu-ray. It doesn't say Blu-ray and DVD on it. That's not what Discotech does, right?
2: They do they do some combos. They typically do yeah. for the leon films though. Is yeah.
0: Oh yeah, maybe. Bye Bye I, I know. Labor. I know Reese likes to uh, create his own hybrids. What? Anyway, so, yeah, he buys them on DVD and on Blu-ray, and then tosses one of the 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 cases in the trash.
1: Yeah, for some <laughs> reason.
0: If I recall correctly, he said he burnt an effigy for them. Wow.
1: Um. For Bye Bye Lady Liberty, honestly, if you can cut, like, two scenes out, you pretty much have a Saturday morning movie. Okay. I mean, you can easily make that rated G or play it on TV. Yeah. And you have Sister Princess. Uh,
0: there's what, yep. a lot of Lupin movies that are like that, actually. I don't know. Sister Princess.
1: So the first one was released by ADV. Still got that sealed. Then the magic happens. Okay. We finally, get Sister Princess the second season.
2: Yeah, I was shocked to see those.
0: And Baldios the movie on DVD. Wait, I thought they already
1: released on Blu-ray, and we oh, have oh. like the Clouds Like the Wind on DVD as well, as well as Lupin the Third Part Four.
0: The Italian the Adventure, Italian Adventure. The version. Anyway, okay. I'm going to move on to just mention that this is now pre-orderable. Or Battler Dunbine.
1: Just the TV Blu-ray. series.
0: There's an there's an OVA that probably won't actually get released over here.
1: Well, you say that, but keep uh, if a lot of people buy that, it might come over here.
0: They're still releasing
2: single OVA releases. Like, is it wrong to something girls in a hot spring or
0: whatever so who knows okay
1: there was no love in that comment
0: you know i, I better uh, i better scroll down before i get copyright flagged for that brief s- segment of footage of Faye. so exclusive collector's editions for yeah you use cookies great <laughs> exclusive collector's edition the bebop crew for 550 dollars The Boogie Woogie Box for $350. The Bounty Hunter Steel for $250. All of them different. All of them with vinyl. All of them something I don't want to have to buy. (laughs) Comments, criticisms, questions.
1: I am so lost. What's with this vinyl craze? If anything, I'd rather have the book. If I wanted anything from these sets, I already have the series. I wouldn't mind getting it again, fine, but I'll be interested in the bookends. Other than that... I have I it I too many times.
0: <sighs> I'm going to get copyright flagged for this. I just know it. No, it's Vimeo. <sighs> so this That's thing, thing these are the bookends. And it's literally, It's literally... Because they haven't made them yet. This I don't know what they're doing. I didn't I didn't care enough to, to read it. But it seems like they're doing this thing where you have to pre-order it to reserve it. They're only going to make like a thousand, apparently.
2: I don't so know. Even worse or, or they're trying to
0: get to a thousand before they even start production on it. Cause this is just concept art, right? And so the bookends are just pictures of I, I just I don't think this is gonna be nearly as cool as as people think it's gonna be. It's gonna get I just
2: I mean, it is five
0: fifty. I'm just done with the bubble here. I'm done with it. I'm done with this limited edition bubble that companies are just—they're just pumping more and more air into. It will burst. It will hurt.
2: Bubble gum crisis.
1: No, it's cheaper than this, but way cheaper. I find it strange that they're doing this, but still sort of cheaper than. They're doing for Legend of Galactic Heroes, but at the same time, the he- with the different versions, it might equate to be the- be about the same.
0: Well, here's it's something I'll say: together. at least they have something that'll go in my bookcase.
1: Hey, hey,
2: let's Gal- as well, you just have to take it out of the box. These have vinyls; yeah, you can't. Which, not, which
0: I'm not willing to do. <sighs> anyway, so I do. I think this is. I don't think it's worth it. Uh, how th- I can't imagine this could possibly be any better than all the previous releases except that it has knocking on heaven's door uh the the movie which uh, the, the, previously oh, known bad. as cowboy bebop, the movie um so it's got the movie other than that which already by the way has a blu-ray release from whatever company held it bandai or whatever had it um
1: i think it was miramax Sony
0: I think, I think you're right I don't, I'm not gonna look for it it's behind the over overflow stacks um, so I don't know I just I I'm done I'm done with rebuying stuff just because it's the 20th anniversary of some crap because I guarantee right. you in 10 years there'll be another another thing you know. It's just a it's just a cash grab and I I just I don't I don't like it. I don't I I mean we already have the Amazon exclusive, the Funimation exclusive, the all the stuff from the previous set, and I just don't expect this to be any better. It's just a cash grab. And let me ask you this. Has anybody ever cared about lithographs? Ever? Does anybody care about these? They're shiny. But who actually gives a crap? All they do is take up space and it feels like something that you can't throw away.
1: Well, they, uh, wait a minute. I understand your other grumpiness about this. They don't have stickers. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of glad to see. Kind of glad to see that they took the sticker chart out for this, which wouldn't make sense for this series anyway.
2: All right. Can I say my comments?
0: Yes, please.
2: So I like the fact that it can give us a case that isn't like the Amazon one is fine, but. I hate how I have to, like, I don't know, open it this way instead of just being able to pull the cases out of the side like the other Funimation L.E.s. Um, so that I would have liked. However, $250 baseline, that's that's still too much because the Amazon edition you can get for, like, $100 or something, and that's perfectly fine. Sure, it has the Heaven's Lost, not Heaven's Lost Property movie, um, whatever the... the fu- Frick, the Cowboy Bebop movie. But, like, it's just, like you said, it's yeah. a waste of money. But the thing is, they have three limited editions, so you literally have to get the top or you have the bottom, right? So it's it's pointless to get any of the middle edition or the lower edition. Right. And no one wants to get that top
1: edition. Yeah,
0: well, why, why have this? <laughs> You're right. Because it comes with a unique display rigid box with metal clasps.
2: But it doesn't matter Mm. if it's not the top.
0: I know. You're right. The whole reason for this. It's like you're either... It's dumb. This is dumb. Nobody wants something called the boogie-woogie box. Nobody wants that.
1: (laughs) And the thing is, here's the thing. Here's
0: Here's what's frustrating about this. All of these are literally the exact same thing. This these discs is the same as this. And it's the same as this with different skins. It's the same thing. Guess what this vinyl here? Oh, this one's red. Guess what? This one's blue with a little bit of a swirl. And this one's like Technicolor. Ooh, they're the same thing. You're just reskinning skinning it and charging more because you're adding in some other crap people don't want. Nobody wants this. Nobody wants a unique display, rigid box with metal clasp. Nobody wants that.
1: AC. The whole reason behind this is it's the twentieth anniversary. I forgot cents, to if say. If you want to celebrate this, you would make OVA side stories before the end. Obviously, Thank happens.
0: You. This is this is the only uh, the only acceptable way to to highlight and and celebrate the the nth year anniversary or something is to make more of it, not to re-release something. Uh, this is I, I'm sorry but if you're a collector and you see this and you feel like you're obligated to get it don't okay don't this is a, a cash grab they're just using the fact that they own the rights to this show to pump out a bunch of the exact same thing in three different tiers
2: oh yeah the final guarantee thing.
0: you I guarantee you the cost to make all this stuff. Is worth less than this price here, okay? This is such a joke. I, I'm so upset that that a company like Funimation, which I mean, well, let, let's be real here, majority stock owned by Sony, um, that uh, this is what what they've turned into here. That they're just pumping out crap like this. That again, it's the I, I would. I would almost be willing to buy all three of these just to check the data on the discs, the metadata and find out if they're literally the exact same discs with different artwork on them, because I guarantee you that's what they are.
2: I don't see why they wouldn't be, but um, yeah, yeah the final thing I forgot to say is that like most people want to, you know, put it on their computer and then put it on their phones or something and listen to it. But you can't do that with the vinyls, And like two people are going to have the vinyl player, but because it's a Blu-ray box and because it's the collector's edition, whatever, these people obviously want quality. But when you have vinyls, I have to like go back to the eighties or whatever and grab my, my record player. You know, okay.
1: you do well, realize that there are converters that can hold up. Take Let
0: me just say FDDM, I used to think the exact same way that you do. And I don't think that it's invalid to have that argument. However, I did v- view. Uh, I visited a Barnes and Nobles and and noticed that they actually do make modern versions of record players that they sell there. Um, yeah. Personally, okay. So here, here's the thing about here's the thing about um, records. On a CD, data is digitized, so it's represented by pits and lands, just like a DVD or a Blu-ray. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's literally just like. It goes in, it comes out, it goes in, it comes out. And that represents to the laser, a series of binary codes that is translated into the audio.
2: That one's analog. Uh, Yeah.
0: On an analog, it has curved pits and valleys and land uh, and all that stuff. So, so that does have a more clarity, a richer sound, all that stuff. But I don't care. I'm not an audiophile. I know some people are. But you know what? If you were, first of all, this probably has already been released before. I, I would almost guarantee it, the way that soundtracks go. And second of all, sell it separate, Funimation. Just sell yes. it separate to the one guy out there who actually wants this. And look, he's got three choices of the exact same thing. And I think I've, I think I've belabored the point. I also think it's kind of funny that um, literally, look at this. Boogie woogie box, look, it's the same thing but in color.
2: Oh my god!
0: <laughs> it's the same thing but in color, and and the the layer is in front of the uh, uh, in front of the records on this one. Just one,
2: one r- real quiz. After I mentioned how all the Cowboy Bebop labels on every release are cancer because it's the Japanese, I want to look at a glance and see it says explicitly Cowboy Bebop because I am brainless. I need something to tell me you are Cowboy Bebop, right?
1: <laughs> but um, well, at least the cheap ones totally say that's I
2: know, yeah. That's why I was like mildly applauding that version. But um, yeah. back to the violent thing. The thing about audio is that I learned in school is that essentially at a certain point, it's indistinguishable the quality. Like yeah. it can go like 20 megabytes for per second, and you won't notice the difference from 320, right? So yeah. the thing is, if you're like me, you can extract a CD at really high flag. rates. Uh, yeah, flack. Flack quality. I do flax. So that's essentially like as good as you're going to get. Even if you put on a vinyl compared to a flak, it's virtually the same. I mean, sure, right. you can probably, some other people that are vinyl enthusiasts can probably say otherwise. But honestly, there's literally no point in vinyl for me. It's just a collector thing to like, yeah, sure. It's nice to have blah, 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 blah. Anyway. Look,
0: yeah. and this is kind of like the, the laser disc thing. And I think that we should, we should illustrate this point. A lot of the collecting that I do these days is not even about getting the thing so I can watch the product. It's about the collecting experience. So it should be, I think it would be valid to at least address the point that a lot of people who collect vinyl, they're not even necessarily listening to it. You know, they're collecting it same way as, I mean, I, I would argue that a lot of the people who are collecting laser discs are actually watching them. Um, but the thing about laser disc is that it, it is very susceptible to disc rot, you know, and there's a lot of problems with it. So, it's more about the artwork at that stage about getting the, the large print artwork of the laser disc version of the shows that were released. And it becomes sort of like a photo album going through your collection, looking at the custom artwork made for the laser disc. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that, there will be some people out there who are interested in a vinyl record of the soundtrack just so that it's something in their collection. They might not even really listen to it all that much. Most people who have vinyl records probably have one or two records that they listen to a lot and the rest of them just sort of sit and gather dust, you know, but it's part of their collection. And I don't mean to diminish anybody's collection by saying that I don't see a value in this crap here, but I am still just saying that I, it's disappointing to me that Funimation is, is attempting to pass these things off as a great exclusive collector's edition when they're all the same thing, just reskinned. Exactly, you know? and that to me is really irritating. and And I think that you know people are showing them that in that they've got two hundred seventy three uh, pre orders here, or whatever, and sixty four of this one, nine, and It's it's funny. It's exactly as you said. People are either going to get the highest tier or the lowest tier. You know, and and you see that in the numbers here. Only sixty-four people actually care about this one. You know, and so anyway, I think I think we've belabored this point. I've I've made my. Oh, let's find out why one thousand units. In order to get the products manufactured, we have to meet a minimum order number. Yeah, so so as I suspected,
1: five hundred. Um, you said didn't you?
0: No, no, no. That was for DVDs when. Uh, um,
1: that's what I was talking about. When it to came to Woodhead. the disc,
0: okay. So you have to keep in mind there's a difference oh, okay, here yeah. that these have things like bookends and whatnot. So they're going to want to. The numbers will change when it's additional products that are not just DVDs because it's also vinyl and all that stuff. It's different, all right. So yeah. I, I will give them that. I, I do think that's a valid thing here. Um, if the set doesn't hit a thousand, will will it never be created? Yes, as mentioned above, manufacturing requires minimum quantity. So if it doesn't hit the goal, it doesn't get made. Don't let it hit the goal. Oh thank God! Uh, I none hope of these sets. Oh, I want to hear this one, then we're all going to carry that weight because none of the sets will be made. Let's let's hope. Let's hope that that's how it ends up going. Uh, I show. hope it doesn't.
1: stuff so. from the show to answer that.
0: Look, I'm just saying that the yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Never mind. I, I want it to it. not
2: work just so I can say that I have a copy of every Funimation limited edition, and I'm talking about the limited yeah. editions, not the cancer editions.
0: Yeah, well Well, i'm just saying like if it doesn't get made guess what so they're saying here Oh, we all have to carry that weight because none of the sets will ever be made guess what at the 30th anniversary Guess what? There will be another set. Okay, this I guarantee you 25th anniversary Even you know 25 years ago cowboy Bebop came out and then they're gonna almost just pretty much pretend that uh That this whole thing never happened and hopefully they'll take our advice and not do this crap again with three things That are the exact same thing with a little difference here I, I just, I can't. So, okay. Well, I will say this now that I'm actually recognizing what this is, this is a carrying case of all of the stuff would fit in here. So I guess there's that, I guess there is some credibility there that I can, I can understand why somebody would actually want that. If you are one of those collectors who wants the coffee table piece, you know, which I'm not, I'm absolutely not that guy, but I, I will say that now that I've recognized that this is actually a clasp um yeah okay yeah see for some reason i thought this was like i picture this as being like a um uh
1: it's a dm a science screen.
0: project uh you know like the displays where they have i thought these were folded out towards us and that this was literally just a, like a cardboard <laughs> that makes more sense okay so okay, i will redact I my comment say what
1: hmm. um I think I accidentally said something out loud. I was joking that uh, with what you're saying, I can see someone, if it was that size, use it as like a Game Master screen or a Dungeon Master screen.
0: Uh, yeah, no, that's what I'm talking feet. about. That's what I was thinking. I, th- I thought it was one of those. I thought it was folding towards us here because I couldn't see the bottom of it. But yeah, I see now that it's actually like a sort of a hexagonal maybe shaped box that actually looks like it holds the, uh, so you know, I'll, Funimation, I'll give you that, okay? Um, at least you considered uh, for that type of collector, although I will say that there's there's a bit of decision fatigue that comes with giving me three options that are wildly different in price and all the same thing, <laughs> all right? Anyway, anyway, the so I just want to see what else you say. Yeah. Go for Sorry, it. Sorry, what?
1: Go for it, Yes.
0: Do I have to pay immediately? No, your information will be gathered, but your card will not be charged until the set reaches its goal and is confirmed for production on May 31st. Can I reserve one? Yep, yep, yep. You got a wool on me.
2: They only allow that because they don't think they're going to meet their goal, right?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'd be surprised. So I think this is going to be something that we'll have, to, uh, we'll have to keep an eye on this because the last podcast is May 31st. So they only have until that day, I'm assuming so the last podcast part of this month, I should clarify is on May 31st. So we should keep this
2: podcast.
0: We should keep this in our, like, like sort of what we did with league of legend of galactic heroes. We should, uh, we should keep this in our, you know, early discussions and just look at where they're at, where the numbers were and where they are by the time uh, we see them. By the way, these, these are mentioning the reservation counters are not live. This one was last updated at four 30 central standard time. So, um, we will yeah, we will have to damn. look at these numbers as time goes on throughout the weeks. Okay. Anyway, yeah. um, and I'm going to. I don't, I'm going to regret clicking on this. Oh, God.
1: What if Ooh. I just want
0: to buy the soundtrack? We can we can only sell this soundtrack vinyl bundle with the collector's edition vinyl only set I'm will not be available. Though. What if I just want to buy the movie? We will be releasing the Cowboy built movie as a standalone release in the future.
2: Okay. Good good cuz i want the slipcase version
0: yeah if there is a limit to the number of collector's editions that can be reserved or produced no because you're going to obviously why aren't you doing it? <laughs> why aren't you hosting this project on a crowdfunding site like kickstarter here's the short answer we fucked up last time <laughs> the short answer we're not looking for crowdfunding for this set by providing these three sets, we want to give you the power to choose what you're getting, which you could have done through Kickstarter. We're not asking for funding, and we're not answering a, a yes or no question. We're trying to figure out what kind of set you want. Oh, anyway,
1: put on your anyway, anyway, almost anyway. missed one question. When will I receive a copy? Oh man,
0: yeah, I didn't, I didn't want, I didn't want to care about it. Random merch news. We are making great time on this podcast. We are. I just Same have to be screen. enraged in order for the podcast enraged. to go well.
1: Hey, see. Yo. I feel like there's 20 items on random merch. Did you yeah, put the skulls lot, back they're... in?
0: No, of course not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever want to talk about those again. So I'm, um, I don't want to show this, but I... Yeah, pause. they are showing it. Pause. Pause. <laughs> uh, Discotech actually put the... Uh, the Fist of the North Star body wash uh, commercial on their uh, YouTube channel. Your body stings.
2: (laughs) So they'll license the live action shampoo anime. (laughs) And also
0: I noticed in the last podcast that I made a joke about the, uh, how I liked how Rouse fist bursts out of the actual bounds of the, of the body wash. And And that, Uh, that entire thing i said got totally like ripped out from the uh um from the actual uh podcast like because of the bad connection hey look we're live right now um also uh go ahead and like this video everybody and make sure to uh favorite and all that i was about to mention that on the subscribe i know i always forget 3D data for Miss Caretaker of Sunohara heroin heroine Ayaka's life-size figure revealed. So by 3D data they mean a model. A 3D model. <laughs> so they're, I'm telling you they 3D print these things now. Like if you're wondering why the sculpting quality has gotten so freaking good on uh, on figures it's because they're 3D printing them now. I they build was them in the computer. About it. They build them in the computer, uh, and they they can. The nice thing about sculpting in a computer is you have the undo button, <laughs> you know. So they they sculpt them in the computer, and then they three uh, D print them uh, once all the details are signed off on and perfect. You know, uh, saves a lot of money.
1: I'm anyway. trying to think. Japan doesn't have any uh, milk sword Georges for a while.
0: Yeah, because this figure, which by the way is life-size life-size <laughs> figure
1: so if yeah. i asked for a milk dud in a theater would i be harassed arrested for sexual harassment all
0: right what uh, it's a trick question <laughs> maybe okay you're on the That's side of life Anyway, so this is from uh, this is from the same day as our last podcast, but it was uh, an article that I guess came out. I don't think I talked about this in the last podcast. If I did, I'm sorry. Um, but this figure came out of Green uh, from uh, from you know it's it's basically Gary from the but from the game because you you played as Red and not Ash, right? And yeah. Green was the the rival's name, but uh, as they're making a reference to Professor Oak not remembering his grandson's name.
1: I mean, that was also like, I uh, don't
0: I don't remember my, my rival actually getting an Eevee
1: <laughs> yes he gets an Eevee uh
0: in which version because because they yeah. always had him get the other one like you get Charmander he gets Squirtle you get bulbasaur he gets um Charmander you he know he gets
1: well any either, either version he ends up getting uh ev when you fight him in, in the elite four I think he has oh, really? like a Jolteon in most most cases
0: Okay, um, uh, it's been it's been years since I've played. I literally me, have is... not played Pokemon except um, I the last time I played Pokemon on Game Boy was the the Japanese version of Pokemon Silver, which right, I got well, before that. out in the states.
1: To me, this so guy. I,
0: probably, I... Good.
1: To me, this guy is probably the best rival and champion in all the series, to my opinion. The... I like
0: to think that this is his Yu Gi Oh. Uh,
1: God, why is the name of it? Millennium you? Puzzle.
0: Millennium. F- Damn it! <laughs> that joke would have been way funnier if i had remembered that.
1: <laughs> I thought he was going to say uh, "emotional crest." I forgot what that's called.
0: Anyway, moving on. Come to the Velvet Room with Persona Five Carolina and Justine figures.
2: Beautiful. I want sure. them. I want all the Persona Five merch.
0: Pre-order for one hundred and forty dollars.
1: There's only one thing wrong with what you said, FDDMM. What? You didn't say (laughs) this guy.
0: Love life, Sunshine, you get new figure inspired by Blu-ray jacket illustration. Something about the angle of this photograph, that looks so weird to me. It almost looks like they modeled in the index of refraction of the part of her leg supposed to be underwater.
1: Well, they probably it did so that for balance. Thin. That's
0: bizarre. They really, they really like, I mean, look at how, how voluptuous butt. is the word I guess I'm looking for. They tried to make her butt, and then her leg gets so skinny. And this leg looks short. Doesn't this leg look? Okay, I'm gonna ruin this. AC,
1: me and you have the same legs, but there do exist such legs as chicken legs.
0: Look at the look at this leg in the back, and now look at this leg and tell me it doesn't look like she has a freakishly small leg on this side.
1: She looks like she has creamy hamstrings.
0: Okay, I'm 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 really salty in this podcast. I'm sorry. I'm glad I started this podcast with the... uh, You know, this one looked really terrible, too. But I I blamed this one on... the. I think the figure in this one looks better than the drawing. I'll say that much.
1: The figure looks older than the drawing, but I'm still amazed by the sand and ocean part.
0: I like how the commercial has been (laughs) blocked in my country, I'm assuming. This one works. Anyway. um, All right, moving on. Naruto and Luffy figures are too cool for words. Um, I don't know if I'd agree with that statement, but I will say that this picture of him—he kind of looks like Light Yagami.
2: He <laughs> looks like a model.
0: Yeah doesn't doesn't this pose look like a drawing by Takeshi Obata?
1: Yeah, looks kind of average to me.
0: Okay, I'm gonna move on. <laughs> I have nothing else to say. Made in Abyss. Here's some Made in Abyss stuff. And, yeah, and if you analogy. thought this was a if you thought this was a worthless figure, guess what? You're wrong because started that way too, soon. way too soon. There we go. <laughs> it's transformable? <laughs> anyway. Ugh. Classic lacrosse comes to life in a 120th scale Valkyrie figure. Oh, my. Now That's I just so gotta funny. say, if you were an anime fan in the 80s, you wouldn't even buy figures knowing that someday they'd look this good. <laughs>
1: Well, I don't know. I, I would buy the what, what the uh, Jetstream Transformer. Just to get a metal version of a Macross figure.
0: This is neat. <laughs> anyway,
1: are you I familiar like with that AC? What for when they were releasing Transformers over here? Somehow no. they got mixed. One of the things that they got mixed up was they ended up with a. F- with a, uh, a Robotech mech. So there's like a 80s commercial with all the Transformers and out of nowhere you see like the mech from Robotech just show up.
0: Hmm. Oh, Elreca 7 kicks off uh, high evolution gear with new sneakers. Really? Also known as I'm read the sneakers I've ever laid my eyes on.
1: You step in a puddle and it, it's just dead. I thought I'd said Snickers. I was went for at least some candy out of this. Instead, I get a Am show. I with
0: are these not the ugliest, like, of all they the are. things you could do?
1: Well, if you if you're 10 and you like this show. They're pretty awesome. But other than that, these I'd... look
0: like these look like unofficial, like bootleg sneakers to me. That's true.
1: I don't know, I don't know why they're calling them sneakers. Those are obviously tennis shoes.
0: I'm not going to argue semantics on on such a stupid thing, but
1: it almost looks like dance shoes at that from that angle. Yeah,
0: I know. Now that I've now that I well actually this is the sole. I just realized this oh. wasn't the back of the shoe. I thought this was the bottom no, of the shoe. Like, no traction whatsoever. No, but that that's got to be the sole of the of it, like the insole. Yeah, on the sole. Anyway, yeah, I love this with the Jade X Recca Seven logo on the sole that will get worn off in a matter of a couple months as your sweaty foot. <laughs> Sits in that shoe. Um, anyway, so I, I showed this first because, look what you could have done—a really cool Doraemon plushie. Ah.
1: Huh. almost looks like that uh, old toy bear where you take the magic marker and mark on <laughs> it and draw.
0: And yeah, just what throw was it that in called? Washer. Yeah, the wa- Yeah, oh my gosh,
1: washables or something like that.
0: Am I Dory? <laughs> The look on his face. He looks like he's having an existential crisis.
1: (laughs) I wonder when Disney will release the series that they brought over here.
2: I freaking hope they release it ever.
0: We can get Madoka Magica perfumes, guys.
1: So this is what I'm learning about Japan.
0: Is that for a price, your new startup perfume company can license uh, characters from... uh, Madoka Magica or any other dang series.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. And try to
0: try to sell based on the anyway.
1: Gotta look fancy for the potty.
2: Berserk guts oh, uh a ads
0: with Coca-Cola for limited edition bottle.
1: I feel like I I'm the only one in my area for this, but I really like those bottles. I don't know why. I guess because of the shape and some of the narrowness with it being aluminum, it gives like a different cold.
0: My Let's OCD hates this bottle and this bottle for their bottoms. So FDDm I feel like you've been interrupted about five times in a row now, so I'm going to let you go ahead and uh, say what you want to <laughs> say about this and the previous thing. Uh,
2: I forget what the previous thing is probably, but um, yeah. It was the Daimon
0: hate- thing, I think? No, no, Madoka Magica perfume.
2: Oh, oh, I was just saying a little comment of, uh, oh, they're going to make a Berserk Guts perfume next. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: What's the i'll just thing say right
0: now the number of ideas that come up with we come up with on this podcast that i would absolutely in a heartbeat do if i had disposable money to do i absolutely would start the guts line of ber- berserk per or uh, what is it per- male uh, cologne there we go
2: <laughs> no it has to be perfume, i'm still
0: man. i'm still but looking for man-fume. 24 the fragrance man. I've never seen it sold in stores. I know about it. I've never seen it. It's 24 the fragrance. Smell like a patriot. Um,
2: but yeah, for anyway, this, so, I hate yeah, I consumable collectibles.
0: Yes, agreed. Agreed. But, I, I've, but, I've reserved myself to not collect this delivery. crap anymore. Yeah. That's the reason why, actually. <laughs> anyway. So, Agi, for you, J-World Tokyo welcomes Haku Hoshin Engi to the table.
1: Ooh!
2: Did I ever mention? How I think that uh, that thing in the beginning looks like a freaking Kilua from Hunter x Hunter got like turned into a cow or something.
1: That's a hippo.
0: hippo. I was gonna say, uh, it looks like Moomin. <laughs> it had a fusion dance with Kilua, and then also yeah. turned into uh, what's What are those things called on Dot Hack? Grunty.
1: Yeah, Grunties.
0: Yeah, except oh. that it's also it's also apparently a uh, as <laughs> a steering wheel, and it's like a bumper car.
1: Hey, I would ride that. Uh, kind of wish we had those
0: around here. Tokyo Disney is selling Snow White tea sets.
1: Where you read that? it said,
2: and
0: I wasn't planning to share this because who cares? But then when I saw how beautiful the pictures were, I thought, well, I better share it. Somebody, uh, somebody sure. used their art degree to uh, full effect take these photos. And they are beautiful. So anyway, moving on. But what do you put in your tea set? Wake up the little gray cells with Detective Conan coffee. Once again, I say again, if you have a startup in Japan, <laughs> you can put any anime character on it for a price. <laughs>
1: Okay. See, I just realized why things just didn't make sense. I was accidentally watching the YouTube feed.
0: Ah, <laughs> pour one out for the latest Token Ronbu Sake uh, collaboration. So once again, so this is this is where the difference is. Regarding consumables, because with this particular one, you can have your cake and eat it, too. Which, by the way, is not a dumb phrase. I'm so irritated with everybody who doesn't understand what that phrase means. Does anybody out there not get that?
1: AC, that's like calling the kettle pot black.
0: No, that is also a phrase that makes perfect sense. I don't know why people have trouble with it. But anyway, with this one, uh, you can consume the bottle, but keep this as the sort of... uh, You know, keepsake. I think that I think that's great. I think that, I think that this is the way to do a a consumable. With the Coca Cola thing, you're just going to keep that can until it eventually gets dented, and then you throw it out because you accidentally sat on it or something. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just it's. I think it's a I think it's a can, the Coke one.
2: No, no, this.
0: I think it's a. Oh, this one? Yeah, I'm saying that you you drink this, throw it out, but you keep the handkerchief thingy. Oh,
2: the wrapping cloth.
0: Yeah, like this is the, the thing that you keep. How much is it anyway?
2: I don't know. Something amounts of yen. Oh, there, well
1: it said a uh, three thousand and twenty
0: That's not the yen symbol.
1: That's uh rupees. Rupees.
2: I just want to is comment that, on how
0: There's no way it's twenty seven dollars.
1: Well, this has up. to
0: be like a symbol denoting like times a hundred or something.
2: Cases of a hundred only.
0: No, it's like it's like. Thank you for giving me this in uh, in Japanese. I don't have time to translate this.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Circle it.
0: The currency symbol is this Circle. one. Currency code. There's no way that's twenty seven dollars for that's. That doesn't seem right. Anyway, so regarding have your cake and eat it too, (laughs) people say like, I don't want to have it. I just want to eat it. The thing is that if you've ever, my wife used to work at a bakery and they make cakes that you don't want to eat because they're so beautiful. You just can't bring yourself to cut into it, right? That's the point of the phrase. You can't have your cake and eat it too means you either get to enjoy the way it looks or you get to enjoy the way it tastes. Right. So here, what I'm saying is that you get to you get to enjoy the collectible and actually drink it, but then keep this as the keepsake.
1: Well, my mom got show your she... style
0: with Marmalade Boy and Sugar Sugar Rune gear. Once again, if you are an up and coming fashion designer in Japan, you too can get an obscure show from the 80s locked into 80s. a marketing strategy. I don't know. When did Sugar Sugar Rune come out? And normally like Oh my god, it's Zoltar. I might have to get this for my wife. It's only it's only twice as expensive as the uh, as the wine. <laughs> might
1: not be good wine.
0: Anyway. Flaunt your magical girl style with the new card captor soccer accessories. So here are some things. These ones feel like they're actual things that the Card Capture Soccer Company, uh, right holder people, decided to produce. And Jaeger and Mazinger Z team up in Pacific Rim Uprising new collaboration art. So Japan's really going all out for uh, Pacific Rim. L- let me ask this question. And I, I don't want to sound uh, at all condescending, I'm just curious. Did anybody actually like Pacific Rim?
1: I thought it was like, eh. I enjoyed it. I just wish they didn't enforce a Hollywood romance in my giant robot movie.
2: Actually, I, I felt... felt like the main character didn't exist the entire movie.
0: <laughs> well, I'll say this. Uh, Augie, fair point. I, I, I will agree with that. I felt like that was contrived. Uh, and I felt like the movie went on for a long time. And all the stuff I wanted to see happened in like the opening. <laughs> By the way, this reminds me, oh my gosh, I've been meaning to bring this up, podcast after podcast after podcast. So, early on in the podcast, I there's a podcast where the thumbnail is a 3D image of me in Maya working on a model of AVA Unit 1. And I just want to clarify, I had talked about during that podcast that I was working on the video for... Anti-Tuber Expo. I never actually got to clarify what I was doing in the podcast, though, when I was working on that. Just to clarify, I had planned a much more ambitious project, but if you remember, my daughter was just born uh, during that time, and I couldn't do it. What I was going to do is I was actually going to recreate the portion of the short where Ava Unit Null crashes through the building, and I was going to recreate it to go over the um, the process but I was going to recreate it on the table in front of me in like real time and like doing a live action composite. So Mm -hmm. that's what I was going to do, but had zero time to do that because um, when my daughter was born, it was just like constant baby duty. So I just, I couldn't do it, but that's what that was for anyway. um, Who had me share this? Enjoy nature's small wonders at the Hakume and Mikochi botanical garden tour.
1: Okay. Quick, quick summary of, well, now you've removed the title. I can't read it. Quick summary of that. It's pretty much a modern-day version of the little bits, just without them being children or adults. Okay.
0: Well, since you're done, I'm just going to click on to the next one. What?
1: Hey, hey, hey. Scroll down. Scroll down.
0: I'm going to grab a water. Just talk.
1: <laughs> okay. What I like about... Like about this article, even though it's promote all it's doing is just promoting a botanical garden, you're seeing more. You're seeing more of this, more of the shows kind of promote the area. So, another sense of travel.
2: Like that other thing we were talking about earlier.
1: Yeah, like the couple of articles that we've been talking about, which is fine by me that we're seeing more of this, especially since it's going to be vacation season. And I think we're almost ending golden week right now.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, we were supposed to set up our podcast according to Japanese holidays. I forgot about that. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Anime industry report shows continued growth in overseas market. So, let me just point out something here. Da, 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 da. Oh, no! Bank, uh, stock market crash, bail out the banks, and Genieon and and ADV go out of business. Sentai comes back on the scene. Whoa, look at where we went. Right? Is that accurate?
1: I guess. Kinda. <laughs> I do think 2002 would be a lot bigger.
0: Oh, crap. China. <laughs> Insert montage of Trump saying China.
1: Well, Korea makes sense and Taiwan, because that's where they animate it. <laughs> Take France, that luxury <laughs> Italy.
2: I, forget, I I think my <laughs> friend said it? something Italy. something Italy. about
1: France. France is buying more than Italy. Okay. What about your friend FDD? Nino?
2: I was gonna say that he told me something about like Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Some guy in China loved the show so much and he was like really rich or something, and he licensed the exclusive rights and like put up one of the episodes to be viewed for free or something. I don't know. I think it's streaming rights. That sounds ridiculous, like we've been talking about before. But with the. Well, oh,
0: we're going to have something quite ridiculous to talk about in a minute. Ooh. But first, Golden Kamui in Junjo Ito manga among Eisner Award nominees. To which I say, huh. who gives a shit? Um, I to share it. That's why know. he shared it. To yep, to, Just so I could say that. Yep. Hasbro acquires entire power and just property from Saban. So here's the question. A, why did Saban feel like they needed to sell it? B, what does Hasbro think they can do with it? And do we care?
1: Hasbro no. probably wants it to further monopolize the toy industry. And yeah. um, my bigger question is, what's going to happen to the series? Does Will it still be on Nickelodeon? I don't know.
0: My it, son is watching the one that takes place in New Zealand right now.
1: Oh, that's not a good one. It's better than Mystic Force.
0: Are any of them good? Let's be real here. Yeah,
1: a lot of them are pretty good. Lost in Space and Lost Galaxy had a really good ending.
0: Other brands that Hasbro's acquiring from Zaban, Saban as part of the deal include My Pet Monster, Popple's Julius Jr., Luna Petunia, and Treehouse Detectives. I think I lost a brain cell reading that. I'm going to go to the next one. <laughs> Ghibli Park on track to open in Aichi in 2022. Okay. Pretty the small. Light oh, yeah. Hey, I went to Legoland for my son's birthday. How that big place was is it? teeny
2: tiny. Teeny tiny.
0: Hmm. Okay. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold up. It's in the hangar. <laughs>
1: Well, oh, of, co- of course, Miyazaki loves planes. That's why I have oh, an aerobat uh, overtone on some of his movies.
2: Reese says, call me when there's a jizzly park.
0: <laughs> Once again, have to, the uh, things I would do if I had the disposable income.
1: <laughs> well, i probably have to go to uh, Taiwan for that one.
0: Voices of Sailor Moon and Amuro Ray read the Japanese Constitution on Nico Nico. Now let me just say, okay. if I was Japanese, this would be the coolest thing ever. But I'll say right now, if I ever hear SpongeBob SquarePants read the U.S. Constitution, I will flip my shit. <laughs> you no,
1: know, that's a very <laughs> trick statement in that title, because the voice of Amuro Ray is the voice of Darian, also the voice of Yamcha, so I don't know why they chose to voice it, or chose to Type it out that way.
0: Yeah, no, I thought the same thing when I was reading it. But anyway, moving on. Amazon price increase. They're raising the price of Prime to 119. What was the original price? Is it just like 99?
1: Yeah, I have no idea right there. Because
2: my price differs from yours.
0: Yeah. Yes, yes, less so,
1: people will have it now and I can still have it.
0: Any comments? Uh in the chat that want to talk about this. And so we'll look at the chat after we go through the next two articles. Augie, I'll let, let you take this one away.
1: Uh Yes. Yeah, so um, at work, I, I normally don't read the New York times, but I saw this headline. French museum discovers more than half. It's collection is fake. And luckily this season we have Lupin the uh, third, primarily in France. So oh, yeah, that's right. You know, this is really, pretty, uh, pretty big, and darn it, what's a coincidence? Word? Coincidence here. So I tweeted that to DiscoTech and Loopon I think DiscoTech just rolled their eyes. So fine, but recently when Loopon the dot com saw it, it, people started sharing it. So I'm glad to know that my humor is still out there. Well. <laughs>
0: I'm just glad to see a New York Times article that doesn't have Trump's name in the title. I, uh. May I draw your attention to the articles down here? <laughs> anyway, moving on. So this one, California court furthers con- further confirms Tsuburaya's international Ultraman rights. So I thought this was pretty crazy. <laughs> I read this right before the uh, podcast started to Augie, And we learned... <laughs> I already forgot how to pronounce this guy's name. That's great. Sang Dwayne Chai, oh my a God. Thai businessman. So basically, what happened is Suvaraya Productions um, contested UMC's claim of possessing the international licensing rights for Ultraman, Ultra Q, Ultra 7, uh, and I think some other stuff, right? Right. And uh, basically, UMC, which stood for
2: Ultraman uh,
0: U.M. Corporation, <laughs> um, had uh, Verdana Entertainment. They had sublicensed UMC had sublicensed the rights to these things to Verdana Entertainment in 2014, and Verdana put up a YouTube. Uh, they put up the the early Ultraman series on YouTube, um, and they had that like a DMCA takedown from Raya to take that down. And basically as these legal things unfolded, <laughs> we learned Raya, the, the owner of that company, uh, what was the guy's name? Something Subaraya? What was that guy's name?
1: This is almost sounding like the song Amadeus.
0: Well, basically uh, the owner of Raya, the guy the company is named after, like, the year he died, what was it that we learned? That, uh, here, 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 Noboru Suburai. Okay, so so Tsuburaya, the company, asserted that uh, Sang, I'm not going to try to pronounce it. Seng Duen Chai... Okay, there we go. First presented the document to the company in 1996, the year after Noboru Tsuburaya had passed away. Uh, so, basically, what, what this all boiled down to is that... According to to what is in this article, Sampote Sanguenchai had forged the signature of Noboru Tsuburaya to give him the rights to basically all of Ultraman. It says here uh, that the international rights of Ultraman and all derivative works in, quote, all territories except Japan for indefinite period from the date of production of the first negative print, <laughs> right? So he basically, uh, according to this article, had given himself permission to have everything by forging the signature. Something that, for some reason, in Thailand where he's from, was uh, he was convicted of forgery. But the, the document was determined to be authentic in Japan for some reason, uh, and that they actually had to, they contested it by, they took a digital f- version of his um, passport, was presented as evidence, to try to see if he was even uh, in Japan on March 4th, 1976, uh, to which they the judge noted that digital copies, uh, such as the one presented in evidence, are easily altered or forged, and they could not prove that each separate image, meaning like all the pages that were scanned and put into the PDF or whatever uh, were from the same passport. But I just, I just think it's so funny that from the way it sounds at least is that this this Thai businessman, Sampote Swengding Chai, uh, had literally swindled for like decades, Super Raya's rights um, to just have them and, and distribute things and sub license. and It was like the con of the century. I thought that was so funny.
2: So that's like uh, what? Freaking Harmony Gold? No, wait. That's not what they're <laughs> <be>. <laughs> Robotech. No, har- no,
0: Harmony Gold is the, uh, the rights to Robotech and Macross and all that.
2: Oh, no, yeah, that is what I was talking about.
0: I'm still
1: surprised they're still business, but.
0: Oh, that, that made my day getting to talk about that. <laughs> All right, I'm going to look that at the. you uh,
1: said it was a huge story.
0: It's uh, something fun we get to talk about. <laughs> I'm going to go through the uh, chat real quick. Oh. Hey, that Mecha guy's here, like, probably an hour ago. <laughs>
1: Uh, wait they don't have mellow yellow there
2: that was mellow yellow
1: pretty much a mountain dew with orange flavoring in it
0: yeah, I've why would never they call heard it mellow that. yellow?
1: have you ever had it
0: why would they call it, it that it it's orange flavoring it no. goes with a song pineapple, soda. pineapple sun kiss is pretty good but that does sound good.
1: For these vending or not vending machines, uh, fountain machines that they're doing now, not the ones that are backlit, but the ones that you like, select your different syrups. Yeah. Who in the world thought lime would be a good one?
0: <laughs> Have you had it?
1: Yeah. You mean
0: it's like an extra flavored? Yeah. It works with some drinks.
1: Not Dr. Pepper, not. Coke.
0: I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and, and read this out of context from old man. Big butts are in style now. Real women are getting implants to make their butt bigger.
1: <laughs> yeah. <if they laughs> to which make that mega butt that guy way. replies,
0: not about that fake asset.
2: <laughs> I sympathize with Otaku so's latest comment, I wish Amazon Canada sold the original Love Life series. I wish they sold all mm-hmm. NIS America and Hanaplex crap, but that's not .com exclusive.
0: It, it was um on... Uh, were you talking about Amazon Canada? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. It's on Robert's Anime Corner Store uh, for a decent price. Oh, so... Every time... <laughs> man, my boss used to wear shoes like that. They were cheap. <laughs> Ilya is best girl in the Fate series. Thank you for noticing.
2: Really? What's up? I just said
0: really. Yes. No. <laughs> Reese says something something Hello Kitty dildo something something. Yeah, anime yeah. is weird.
2: By the way, I okay, didn't so, know there
0: was this. That's interesting. Atagasa was pointing out that that symbol was the kanji for yen. I I'm very shocked. I always would have thought they would have just used the symbol. That's like me writing out dollars instead of just using the, the, the symbol. <laughs> There's Let's an eBay see. store I used to buy from. He sells anime glasses, keychains, prize figures, promo items. He shipped Cigar. it from Japan. Reese says, Anytime I like the first says one a lot, Rob. but haven't seen the second one yet. I don't know what he's talking about.
1: When someone mentions Robert's Corner Store, I keep having like a Animal Crossing flashback with Red Store don't really know if you're going by the real thing or if it's a fake.
0: I don't remember uh Red. I remember Tom Nook. The fox?
1: <laughs> the fox that sells the artwork and it might be real or it might be fake.
0: I only played the original GameCube one. Was he in that?
1: It, he is in there.
0: I, I don't. Remember. He's the
1: guy with the tent.
0: I spent about a year on that game and then I just had this moment where like what have I done with my life?
1: Are you, are you sure and it's a I year, never, not a week?
0: I never touched it again. It, it also it also took up an, an entire memory card. Yeah, which that's was why they gave a you a new
1: card. Entire? Yeah.
0: Jesus. It came with a memory card that game. So that because they knew that it it, t- it takes up an entire memory card. So my brother well, used entire, the memory card memory it came card. with, and I erased my Super Mario Sunshine data <laughs> to play it. And then I regretted it, because I was on the last level of Super Mario Sunshine, and I'm itching to play it later. Um,
2: I've noticed there's a lot more uh, people than usual, like different people that we haven't seen before. Yeah, and I
0: I actually am a little bit surprised about that, because uh, MangaPod um, overlapped our time slot here. (laughs) Yeah. Did anybody Great. come here from Mongapod? That'd be interesting if they gave us a shout out.
2: Did I, where do you guys come from? Tell us. <laughs> Tell us right now.
0: Or maybe they just saw that we were live because as I was looking at that <laughs> as I was looking at that um that video for uh Discotech, it was saying like, "Hey, the anime collector is live now."
2: Is that not just because you're like associated with seeing anime collector content and stuff?
0: Why? Why would my channel be promoted to my channel while I'm live? Because I'm assuming so you search
2: and subscribe. Come
0: on. You can't subscribe to yourself.
2: Yeah, but you can watch the videos, and it uh, will be in your suggested and stuff more often. I just
0: think it's weird that it's it has sub- some it's ego AC. To watch the video I'm literally <laughs> making right now. Anyway, um, I don't have Amazon Prime. Version. I can't Amazon Prime. Like you order at least $25, you get free. Sh- what? what mean? I'm sorry. Is that really a thing?
2: That's been a thing for a while.
0: You've got to be kidding me. I'm canceling Amazon Prime. <laughs> I am canceling Amazon Prime. <laughs> I never knew that was a thing wasted so much money on on a company I actually pretty much hate. Um, They at least give discounts on game per... Okay, so that's true. That is true. Not that it's usually that much worth it, but um, the thing about pre-ordering with Amazon Prime is that if the price dips, you will always get the lowest possible price before release date.
2: I got a super good deal on that newest Resident Evil game because there was that E3 deal thing. You got 20% off. And then I have prime, so I got an extra 20% off. And then it came a day early.
0: So Um, mellow yellow. Um, Now that I've seen it written, yes, I have had it. And you're wrong. It's not mixed with orange. It's mixed with lemon. (laughs) It's like a lemon and lime drink.
1: It is a lemon and lime drink with a little bit of aftertaste of orange.
0: No, there's no orange in there. You're just crazy.
1: I'm crazy. It's a citrus (laughs) blend drink. You can blend that in there. Next podcast, we see AC opening a can of Mellow Yellow and reading the back of it. In
0: the fridge right now.
1: Everyone likes Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. All right, so
0: let me ask you this. Yeah, is Dr. Pepper better than Mr. Pip?
1: Yes.
2: What the hell's Mister Whatever you said?
1: Coke's version of Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper is technically a Cadbury Coke.
0: I will say this. A rose by any other name smells as sweet.
1: Would I drink that option if it was the only if that was the variant in the store? Yes. It's not drastically different like Coke and Pepsi.
0: It's a little bit sweeter than Dr. Pepper. Um has less of a Dr Pepper has has that like especially when you drink it out of a can, it has that uh, that bite that brings a tear to your eye that that you like suck back in so you don't look like like a wuss. <laughs> um, Can't handle it. And uh, Mister Pibb doesn't do that.
1: <laughs> to me, okay. Mister Pip tastes like it's more uh, carbonated.
0: Than I think Dr. it Pibb. tastes less carbonated. Anyway, that we're oh, this is not the Dr Pepper podcast. Um, and Reese makes a great point. He says we should watch Steinsgate. I agree, Reese.
2: Oh, but we said the uh, Alex had that suggestion that we put uh, shows that have a second season or whatever airing at the same time off
0: the table or something like
1: that. Yeah, there's, it has a second season now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Signs get zero.
0: Okay, so I've got my cheeky, so we can start talking about that.
1: All right, my cheeky, <sighs>
0: So what is our timer now? We are
1: at our time. We're at two hours.
0: Two hours. Is that, that's about what we normally end up with, too. I, I think I think I wasted about a half hour ranting about um, that Cowboy Bebop thing.
1: <laughs> you twenty minutes.
2: That's almost half an hour. But yeah, sure.
1: It's a third of an hour.
2: <laughs> All right. So how do we want to start? Actually, I'll get my questions for you of the way. Uh, God damn it. What's that thing that I said that I need to tell you guys?
0: Uh, etchy something or other.
2: Okay. Yeah. So this has the subgenre of etchy and my first few times. The watching... sub genre. The mother.
0: subgenre.
1: <laughs> it's a thing. Hold on. My I'll point just, is. I would
0: just address the fact that our, that our, uh, our podcast is titled S D D and M.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I didn't yeah, think it was a subgenre. I didn't think it was very subtle.
2: <laughs> well, well, hold on. So the thing is, uh, first time I watched, it, I thought it was like very, like, uh, I, I felt there was barely any etchy presence. I was like, this isn't even worth putting that as a tag. But watching it again, I kind of see why the tag is there. But what do you guys think of the etchy level? Like, how high do you think?
0: Okay, Okay. well, okay. well hold on. Me, now I'm going to have to ask you a clarify some points here. <laughs> when you ask how hot...
2: <laughs> I said hi, you... not hot. Jeez. Hi. okay. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Well, quickly for me, it's just like if you have a pack of saltine crackers, you take one out and they're supposed to be salted, but there's kind of not really any salt there, but you enjoy the cracker anyway. So to me, it felt like it was on a warmth scale, lightly toasted, but not enough, not enough to ban the, ch- ban the people from watching.
2: Yeah, that's got, more or less what, I've what I an thought. i got an answer. Okay. What's your answer?
0: Here's my answer.
2: You're about to show the picture, aren't you?
0: Nope. I'm, I was uh, removing a, a tweet that I had added to the, um, to the moment, just so that I would remember to add it to the articles, but I added a different thing of the same thing. So anyway, um, here's my answer. It wasn't subtle, <laughs> number one. So I started watching this, and I got through everything but the last disc. Then I went to California for my son's birthday, went to Legoland, brought the family back, finished off <laughs> the last disc. So I had watched the whole beginning of the show. My wife is trying to uh, to sleep last night, or 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 whatever, when uh, my daughter wouldn't sleep, and I'm playing the rest of it in the middle of the night, and my wife comes into the show with no context, and it's the episode where they're in the hotel together. The scenes of him imagining the quote-unquote first time, first experience, whatever they called it, what the hell? They went so (laughs) overboard. With that stuff, and that was a very awkward. I'll, I'll, that, that's how yeah, I'm going
1: to first moment. moment.
0: That moment, like I'm thinking to myself, certainly the broadcast version was censored. <laughs> they had light beams and crap everywhere. They had to. That was Probably. that was off-putting. <laughs> like well, I'm literally what? holding my baby, and it's just like you cover your baby's eyes.
1: <laughs> Life walks in right beside you. Hey, ba- hey, honey, how about another baby? <laughs>
2: But yeah, I think it, it, the fan, sir, fan service Twitter etchy was like peppered in there really infrequently because the last two episodes I watched, there was like barely any fan service at all because it was more like issues and talking and all that stuff. But, well, uh, let's
0: clarify that you didn't finish watching it, but you have already seen it over twice. Twice. Yeah. And and also read the manga and everything. Yeah. So we're not going to fault you for that. But when you say the last two episodes you watched, you don't mean the final two episodes. I mean
2: episodes like nine and eight. Because
0: I feel like the last two episodes actually had a lot of etchy in them.
2: Probably the last one because mm-hmm. that's the Nakaru one. That's basically a filler episode, which is not filler because it's in the manga. But yeah. Uh. So I let's it see. That was an OBA. <laughs> Now, I have one other question before we, like, I don't know, I guess dive into this. So, Brad, as someone who says um, because you're, like, in a successful relationship and all that stuff that you have a different perspective on romance anime, what do you think of the romance in this show? Because when I first watched it, I thought, wow, this is a nicer way of going about it than the usual. I don't know.
0: Let me answer that question by saying that – Okay, so the episode that, that my wife had been introduced <laughs> to the series on was the one where they're in the hotel. That's the one where... What's the main girl's name that's not the butler? The one that is that she's the butler?
1: What was her you name? You have to
2: redescribe that. Kanade Suzuki.
0: Kanade. Yeah, so that was the episode where Kanade injured her ankle.
2: Right. Uh, yeah.
0: right. So later in that episode... um. Chicken. I'm gonna call him that because I forgot his name. Is carrying her down the stairs, and he's noticing uh, how soft she is on on his chest. Uh, and my wife yells at the screen. Uh, <laughs> um, she, I forget her exact phrasing. She's like, "Pick a girl" or something like that. Like, like throw a pillow at this. You know. So there, there's. I'm gonna let my wife's answer be the answer for you. Um, Needless harm, as I've said. You know, I I am a very uh, I'm the kind of guy who's very devoted to the relationship I'm in yeah, and yeah. I, I, I am a little bit off put by his, uh, I mean, in his defense, I will say he wasn't in a relationship with any of them, but I just like, if it were me, you know, I personally, I would have, I would have picked one person to pursue and it now, just it's a on. little bit here to say that
2: here's, here's where, uh, this is the thing about Chicky, you know, is that its biggest problem is that it's what I call a needless harm. It's Hold very, on. very, very clear who the gr- the main girl who he is going to get picked is. Like It's obviously Subaru. However, yes. they have two other main heroines, I guess you could call them, that are entered into the story that they're obviously not going to make it, but they're there anyway. So the thing is, I don't see it as Jiro is going off and he's getting interest in the other two characters. It's more as like their interference and he's kind of like thrown into the mix by mistake, Uh, but he wants to be friends with them. He doesn't want to like brush them off or whatever. All right. right? So
0: I I don't want to open up a can of worms here and, uh, and create an opportunity for us to go off for 20 minutes talking about a show that Augie hasn't seen. But I will say that I think the, the show that has handled the harem genre the best in in regards to what you're discussing about me sort of, let's say, approving of it was Clanat. Hmm. Okay? Because in the very same way, it's very song. obvious who the character he's going after is, and there, there wasn't really a lot of... Um... Infidelity is not the right word when you're not actually in a relationship, but you know what I mean. It's just like that sort of emotional... Uh, availability to other people that are not the person that you're actually interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, uh, for the record, um, you know, it's it's different in Mayo Chiki due to the fact that... He okay, on let real. me just say this. I'm a little bit tempted to re-watch the show in Japanese because I feel like there were a lot of moments that in the dub came across one way, but if it had been in the original Japanese, I feel like there would have been some very clever wordplay that would have made the situations be able to go two different ways. Cause for instance, in the scene with the hotel, um, Subaru makes a comment about like, you know, it's okay if it's with you and all that stuff. And it's like, it's very obviously putting out the whole, like I, I'm ready to lose my virginity kind of dialogue. And then it becomes, what are you doing? I just wanted to lay in bed with you. It's like something like that. Right. Kind of thing. And then they end up holding hands and whatnot. So um, just to give, just to give that sort of pretext there with my it was very obvious that, Subaru was interested in um Jiro. Jiro. Is what his name was.
1: Yeah, Jiro.
2: I'm pretty sure he was like pretty much aware as well that yeah. he was so, interested in her
0: and let, let me put it this way. This is one of those things where everything has to be addressed per situation, you know? Yeah. So I'll just say that for me, okay. Let me let me take a step back you're... and just give you let me give you my, my opinion of my Chiki <sighs> so we can start with that. Oof. I didn't hate the show, okay? I didn't hate it. But I felt like the gimmick got used up early. So when I first started oh watching it, I was enjoying oh, it. Place. By the way, before I get off of this, I just want to say uh, I-, I concur with Augie. Cheez-Its are way better than cheese nips But back to my cheeky. Um, <laughs> so early on, the gimmicks were, were humorous. But the thing that bothered me, and you know what? Here's the thing is that. Every once in a while when I'm watching a show, if it's not really sucking me in with it with an intensely clever plot or something, I'll lose interest. And, and my sort of ADD brain sort of defocuses for a second and then comes back into focus. And there's a lot of moments in Myo Chiki where my brain would defocus The characters would get themselves into a really bizarrely awkward situation. Then I would refocus and go, hold up. How did they get in this situation? (laughs) And some of the time I'd rewind and some of the time I wouldn't. But I will say, maybe they clarified this. I don't feel like they did. I started to get tired of the series in the sense that I don't feel like there was a reason for Subaru to be a butler.
2: A butler.
0: Instead Mm. of a maid.
2: Spoilers. (laughs) That's all I got to (laughs) say. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Am I wrong? Did they ever well, explain that?
2: Uh, uh yeah, of, they did, right? the It's sh- because her family has been devote whatever to Kanade Suzuki's family and they have all been whatever, but she was a lone only child and she was born a female, but she will still want to maintain the whatever butler line family thing. And yeah.
1: It's yeah. pretty much so- Subaru's stubbornness is why she tries to remain to be a butler. Everyone, including Donaday's father, wants her to be a girl.
0: Right. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a very serious answer here. That's a really dumb reason. Well, it's very, more or less a very plot device. Reason. I want to say it's a bad plot device.
1: Yeah. Like I said before, ego makes the character.
0: Okay. So as you said, even her father was okay with her being, quote-unquote a maid here's the thing you can be a butler you can dress as a butler you can do the butler duties and still be a girl Uh, okay there's no reason for her to have had to put up the facade other than it, it it was it was weak plot bait for the show okay now like i said at the beginning of the series um it was charming and fun and they did a lot of weird Stuff that was actually quite humorous. there's a lot of shock humor. Like it was bizarre how much the show became Figure Out Chicken's Fetish. <laughs> and again, <laughs> starting to watch it, it was bizarre. Like the, um, the entire name, reason we named that. the episode. Also, just to clarify, the reason the episode is titled SDD and M is because I've gotten so much shit for naming every episode off of Augie's name <laughs> because his was the only name I could do something with. So because FDDNM requested this series, I made sure to go with his name. Um, but bizarrely, a lot of like bondage and, and real fetishy sort of stuff was exp- ex- explored in the series. So I'll just say that I did enjoy hey Lushansky, Uh, I did enjoy, uh, Lashonsky, when you watch the beginning of this later, I'll just say that the, uh, <laughs> the payment you sent me was perfectly timed for what happened at the beginning of the podcast. Anyway, um, the beginning of the show was very much, um, you know, like it, it, it jumps right into an absurd premise, lots of humor, but I felt like they milked it dry early. And then I just didn't care about a lot of the characters they started to introduce. Although I will say, the, the girl who voices um, Masamune was her name. Isami, I think her name was. Um, that 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 is probably my new, of the sort of more recent voice actors to come on the scene, she's probably one of the best Usagi? ones. She was the, she was the one who voiced um, Rika Otanashi in Junibio. Uh,
2: I thought that in Mayo Chiki, she's I'm, Mayo Chiki. She sounded a bit like a uh, monotonous in some parts because she didn't really like, I don't know, emphasize some of the words more than the others. So it just kind of sounded like a robot, but it was fine.
0: I liked her. I remember. I, I, I like her voice. I, I think that um, uh, I, I, it's, it's interesting to see a show like Mayo Chiki that has voice actors like Monica Rial well, I'm, I'm guessing is in it. I don't even no. remember she is, but but they have to, to see shows where they they have sort of like the let's let's call them the titans Lesser. of the industry with people who literally started voice acting like two years ago. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I find that very um, interesting and, and very fresh feeling because I feel like um, a, I don't want to I don't want to say that all of them are like this because there has been sort of a major shift in Funimation um, sort of in more recent years and Mm -hmm. I don't think I've watched anything other than let's say Dragon Ball Super that has been dubbed by Funimation recently um, that I can think of but uh, in that Dragon Ball Super doesn't count because they've got the old cast but I'm just saying that that Funimation has a a tendency especially for a long time to use like they had a handful of the same voice actors that were all the characters and everything and it's in it feels like Sentai uh, is a breath of fresh air to uh, to sort of explore different groups of voice actors together, some old, some new, and I, I really have enjoyed that. So I'll just say that
2: I like Genevieve um, anyway, got, Simmons as uh, Subaru. Yeah, say what
0: Juliet Simmons?
2: Genevieve Simmons as Subaru. Genevieve,
0: uh, Genevieve is Juliet Simmons' sister. Yes. <laughs> yes. Great they in sisters in um, AKB. 0048, actually, Ah. Oh. which was like the only part of that show that I thought was actually worth watching.
2: <laughs> I did a was- comparison, and uh, a- freaking the English voice for Subaru sounds higher than the Japanese, so I think any of the purists out there that are like, oh, dubs, they all sound too low and stuff, they can shut up for that.
1: Yeah, well, well, you know, it's funny that you say, say that, because score, I actually thought uh,
0: that Subaru was really well casted in the I don't want to say that she sounded like a guy, but they chose a a, a voice for a female character that it was less
2: convincing-ish enough.
0: Yeah, it was it was enough that it it was uh it was as convincing as the disguise. Let's let's say that, you know, like you know what yeah, I mean? So
1: Yeah, for uh Subaru, they chose a very giddy voice actor for the role. Uh, going back to what AC's mentioned before the vo- before the VA comment uh, discussion, so from what you got from Conaday is that all she wants to do is just figure out the guy's fetish.
2: She just likes interesting things. Like she wants something interesting in her she, life.
1: She she's wants here. to pick on Kenjiro the whole time. She wants to cause mischief. See what mayhem she can co- get into. She's more of the cat. Throughout this series, you can tell that she's pretty much a catalyst as to what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the most part, you do have some wobbly scenes, but. With other characters like Usami, with Usami, and uh, obviously Subaru.
2: So the yeah. yeah, as soon as Usami hit the scene, like I remember the two times we're watching it, I like dreaded her coming in because I knew oh this is when uh, the unnecessary parts come
1: in. I mean, Margaret, oh the secondary parts.
0: Otaku, so you're wrong. Margaret McDonald is not the voice of Chicken Sister. Margaret McDonald is the voice of uh, Usami.
2: No, my Caitlin French. Yeah, Which, I
0: didn't pay fact, attention to this this time. In fact, just to uh, I, I literally have it up right now, just so I don't. I mean, because I, I sound like I'm. Uh, oh, hold on, I gotta, I gotta go out of this full screen mode too. Carly uh, to
2: Mazier or whatever her name is. She was Mosier? so. Um, she's kind of a voice. She was so jarring because I watched the sub first because Dub didn't exist back then she was so jarring when you heard the dub the first time, but now that I forgot her original voice, she sounds great.
0: Uh, Well, I'll just say, first of all, I I didn't watch the show in Japanese at all. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I was thoroughly, um, satisfied with the, uh, the dub? dub cast. Yeah. I thought they all did a great job. I, I don't recall there being any, there weren't any jarring name issues the way I had with, uh, with Clannad where I was just like losing my mind over how they pronounce some of the characters' names um, and how inconsistent it was. But um, yeah, I I actually, I really liked the, uh, the dub cast and, and I'll just say that um, Greg Ayers and Chris Ayers are both in this show. Yeah. uh, And, I'll just say, I don't hate either of them, but there are some characters that I feel like they are grossly miscast as, like um, and I think it ruins the series sometimes. Not to say that they aren't talented at what they do, but I just feel like every once in a while, the voice just does not fit at all with the uh, with the character, and I, it, it takes me out of the experience completely. Um, and I'm just, I'm interested to see that they're both in here. And I had, I didn't even realize Like I had no trouble with it at all. Well, in
1: they, the series. they're probably there for hey, look, Greg
0: a Aries is down here too.
2: Greg is the best friend character in episode one, which is casted as someone like they have a different voice in episode two than in episode, whatever he appears in next, he's back to Greg Aries, So I'm like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah. The video game uh, club. Yeah. Video game announcer and video game club. Yeah, you're right. Um so and I'll just say that Juliet Simmons was actually in it as uh Mecha Maid. Juliet Simmons for those of you who don't know is the voice of um Chio Sakura in Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's also Jubifonic on YouTube. She does a bunch of uh utaite uh songs. Anyway.
2: Um so let's see. So I think the main thing I liked was the relationship with Subaru and Jiro because the thing is, uh, the theme of the whole thing is trusting your friends. And I think they portrayed that pretty well because they didn't dilly-dally with, oh, I misunderstood this for, like, way too long. Because if anything like that happens, it's usually rectified relatively quickly. And when it does, they both, like, understand it. It's like, oh, yeah, so that's why and instead of backpedaling or trying to catch up to the status quo they were before, they're kind mm-hmm. of like, okay, yeah, uh, we're moving forward with this. This is, you know, that's progress.
0: I just want to clarify here Otaku talking. So saying, well, I also make mistakes regarding the comment that Margaret McDonald was the voice of chicken sister. Uh, I literally only knew that because I, I looked it up before, uh, the podcast while I was, uh, while I was watching the show and and just enjoying that I recognized her voice uh, as Rika from Trinibio. So I literally found out Margaret McDonald's name last night. <laughs> so I don't want to feel like, you know, uh, I'm shooting you down for being wrong. I just happen to know that, that you were uh, mistaken on that. Right um, place so the right um, time. go ahead. What'd you say?
2: I just said right place at the right time.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it it's just a convenience of, uh, of the situation. Um, so yeah, I mean I, I feel like like I have made my point. I just I just felt like it was a little bit tired. Um yes, I have noticed that. She's also the voice of Tamako and and Tamako Market. I, I was she sounds a little different in that, but um but back to Mario Chiki, I just say that uh, like I said, I I feel like I feel like they exhausted the um the premise early. Um not to say that it didn't still like get some laughs here or there, but I just, I just felt like I could have been done with the show in six episodes. Um, And I'm not, I'm not one to say that a show is too long and to say that like um, even, even, I mean, I I will literally say that, but I'm just saying that uh, I don't, I I would rather a show be too long than too short. Let me put it that way. I'm just saying that I feel like they, I feel like the jokes uh, a lot of the jokes were sort of exhausted by around the, let's say, six to seven episode mark um, that I I felt like there was a big chunk of the show where my brain sort of just turns off because I'm I'm most of the time it's because I'm not buying I'm not buying the premise. I'm not buying that the uh the dumb premise they're setting up uh that uh, they have to keep this secret that Subaru is a guy uh when she's actually a girl I, I just I, I wasn't buying it whatsoever and uh, as I as I tweeted I, I mentioned that uh in episode did I not add that to the stupid so mad. Let me. I didn't add that tweet to the so well, anyway my there's a, there's, a, there's an episode where um one of the characters sees um Jiro on a date with Subaru where she's dressed up in, in like a girl's um uniform or whatever Uh, right and they like they like think that he's forcing his quote-unquote boyfriend to dress up as a girl and it's like i'm just saying like literally all of this could be resolved by just saying that he has a twin sister you know and then later on it becomes oh it's cousin it's cousin from out of town you know and then they they like for for literally one day Subaru leaves the school and then cousin who's literally just Subaru dressed up as a girl joins the class and then switches back. Well, we'll you know, reveal in, that. In later episodes.
2: I think it's the point that it's a very obvious, like, are you kidding? They believe that? Cause they kind of right. say that in the and show. It,
0: what I'm saying is that that gag has a lifespan. Okay. And I think that the lifespan, they, they beat it. The dead horse too much like the lifespan of that gag could only last for so many episodes and they ex- they went beyond that is what i'm saying you know that that the gags started to become a little bit tired uh, like for instance one of the things that that started to get used up very quickly was the bizarre circumstance of the fact that and i feel like they didn't go anywhere with this that his mom jiro's mom is a professional wrestler okay that's a funny premise. Every single day, his sister beats the crap out of him to wake up and he does wrestling moves on and whatnot. And that, that has created this situation, like this evolutionary sort of body response for survival that he gets a nosebleed when girls touch him as a way to get them to stop beating him up, right? Like mm-hmm. that, that was the, the explanation. That joke got used up quick. But what got used up even quicker was that every girl who touched him who learned about his condition decided that they were going to help him get over his condition. And that, that unlocked all of these etchy circumstances. <coughs> so for turn. me, that's what was tried. Uh, uh, got tired. I, I got tired of that. I felt like, I felt like the gimmick lost its, magic after like the fifth girl decided you know what i'm gonna help you chicken and and it's like oh my god again you know like come up with something new
2: <laughs> that's part of the Me, yeah but
0: so like yeah. I, that, I just always said i'm not a fan of harems yeah yes not. we did talk about the way too uh, expensive uh kelly bebop sets um uh, Naughty <laughs> but uh yeah
2: i think a good chunk of the comedy was more concentrated in the first, like... I don't know, about four, but something like that episodes. Because after that, they were starting to get more into the... I don't know about story, but it was more like... Oh, here's the blackmail, whatever. And here's the... Oh, Subaru is kind of jealous, blah, blah. I'm a fake girlfriend, yada, yada. All that stuff. So they didn't have as many jokes and stuff. But um as for the gimmicks, uh, I don't think...
0: Quick and say that you just justified what it, exactly what I said about how well, yeah, I was yeah it. I and then I, I mean. my brain turned off for a few episodes and then it wrapped up. You just because justified it wasn't everything a, I just said
2: because there wasn't as many jokes later on, is what you mean? Well,
0: because what they had done is that they had <laughs> what they had done is that's
2: what I'm saying they had justified. exhausted the
0: jokes and then they basically said, Oh, yeah, we have a story to tell, right? Uh, better, better rewind a little bit and go through the story a little bit, and then it's like. Um, nobody who's still watching cares <laughs> about the story. Uh, we're we're here for the jokes, right? Um, and and then the jokes got real tired because it felt like they were shackled to the premise a little too much. I don't know. I got I'm in,
1: diff- I'm in a different opinion of this. For me, with this show, at like how you both are saying, at the beginning, you have like this huge chunk of solid. Like over plotting the episode as it would seem seem for a while until until uh, oh they resolve the cult stuff. My two cents as to what's going on since I since how it ends is what I'm going to perceive it to be. The manga is still ongoing. They got to a point where they got a huge chunk of it out of the way, then realized oh, we got to use chunk of this out of the way. So then they try to fluff it up so they won't... They could either allow more chapters to be done or try to figure out what kind of budget they'll have to continue this this show to keep going.
0: Uh, I'm going to change the subject real quick and mention that Naughty Senpai said, I just want the vinyl mostly. I love collecting vinyl, uh, but they said they can't sell it separate from the sets. <laughs> We found. No, the he can one go spend
1: somewhere we else because that sounds guy. disgusting.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, naughty senpai. I highly recommend you. Know, I'll send you. I'll send you a. Um, I'll send you the link later with it at the point where we talk about it because we talked for about twenty minutes about how those sets are literally all the same thing but with different skins. Uh, you'll enjoy it anyway. Um, so but what, yeah, back. What
2: to- <laughs> were you saying about Augie? Because I was frozen when you started.
1: I know. I know. Uh, to me, with all the huge chunks of story that happened, I believe what what was going on is they were, the people who, who made the anime were kind of, they did an impressive job, like, putting so much content in the episodes, they probably ran out of manga to go through, or up to a point, point where they thought that they could do a whole 12-episode series, kind of fluffed it up a little
0: I don't think that I mean that's a good hypothesis but FDDM's read the manga and I think he's going to tell you that there's actually a lot more. I was
2: about to tell you mm. uh, they did have some things that weren't in the manga like for example my favorite scene which was one essentially it's oh my god I forget the quote but I think it's that that one where you were saying that it was the oh first time whatever all those actual yeah. thoughts that episode that time that wasn't in the manga but um, the thing is, they had all these events out of order because that Nakaru episode at the very end, that one was, I don't know, that was like past where the anime ends in terms of this. No, I don't know. The point is, it's out of order, like a lot of the episode events. Well, not a lot mm-hmm. of them, but some of them
0: but the episode order isn't terribly, or the, the order is not terribly important. No. Um, although I will say one thing, one thing that was sort of a breath of fresh air towards the end was that um, Masamune Usami uh, knew, like she was the only one who could see through the facade yeah. that Super was actually a girl. And that was, that was a breath of fresh air in that um, the show became a little bit more self-aware, you know, um, yeah. And that 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 character was voicing the opinion of the of the audience who's watching it going like this is I, I, I can't put up with it's too much at this point. You pushed it too far, you know.
1: No, I see you. You did not find the first time stuff to be funny.
0: What do you mean? I just I just it was uncomfortable. <laughs> it was uncomfortable that I that I I, uh, funny, I turned to my wife and said, hey, I got to finish this before the podcast tomorrow. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk in circles, holding my seventh month old daughter, rocking her to sleep, and I start playing the episode at that scene, <laughs> and then it's like, oh god, there's so much explaining that needs to happen right now for you to even understand how this premise happened, and That's it's an not gonna make it any different. better. Well, That's she's seven I
1: mean. seven months old. She's not supposed to know stuff.
2: She's underage.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I'm just saying that I saw a lot more nips than I was expecting. By the way, what's the nip oh, count on this FDD? I think it's.
2: I haven't actually gotten to the nip scene, but it's one of those rare cases where I like to call it tardy nip. It's like one single scene near the end of the entire series. And, the it, and they just,
0: it's it's a whole bunch. Like you see the nip a lot uh, no, from, no, like let's see, say, different shots, you see different like angles, the, but they're all part of the same scene.
2: You see, like the the area around it, and you're like, oh, that's pretty pretty edgy but then you see the full thing in like full frames so, okay that's definitely enough. but yeah a count of one
0: yeah so it's it's okay yeah you'd count it as one because it's it's, it's one scene. scene it's a long it's a so it let me just say it felt like an eternity <laughs> it felt like an eternity watching it but um
2: <laughs> but yeah that,
0: that says, my one month old son has seen too much already good thing his eyes stay closed <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, but um, um, anyway but yeah no like I yeah. what you're saying it, it felt like an eternity it's 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 a somewhat long scene um and it's but like it's the, the thing, thing. is that let me just say how, how can i put this delicately it's more than just the nips it's the i'm gonna call it saliva
2: the saliva count
0: i'm just gonna put it that way i'm just gonna say that that's what it is
2: oh that made it gross
1: okay <laughs> You want milk?
0: I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt that the fluid surrounding Subaru's mouth is saliva.
2: So how's that awkward oh, nice if you Guy's own here. actual hentai? Say what? How's that awkward if you own actual hentai? Just say, yeah. well, no, these. I hey. just
0: don't wanna I don't want to verbalize it on on <laughs> this demonetized podcast brought to you by Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs>
2: Thank you for our sponsors while <laughs> YouTube is no longer sponsoring us. We have you know, there's,
1: you know there's a lot of girls who have a drooling problem. Let's see. Right. So, you,
2: so um, Augie, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Were you going to go on to something else?
1: Yeah, I'd like to talk more about the show. I haven't really said that much. I mean That's what I mean. Right. I have the same opinion set as AC on this.
0: I'm gonna I'm even get yet a third. Go
1: go 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 swallow something. We can't hear what's in your mouth. Too much <laughs> saliva. <laughs> Stop drooling. Okay, Augie. So after
2: you said he doesn't like first time jokes. Okay, what well, what was your trail of thought there?
1: Or what? I thought the scene was do? hilarious. I was laughing my butt off again. Well, I think this i is my found third time it watching it
2: as well, but. Yeah, I'd have to get to that like, that point again.
1: For me, for this show, I found it not really sexualizing, but more charming, adorable, as you have the energetic characters go bumble about their ways. Um, the show felt very lively, as the pace didn't really feel like it was forever. It felt like an episode took about 15 minutes out of the 23 minutes,
2: 25, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I went through it fairly quickly.
1: The
0: first two, it felt. Um, let me uh let me clarify one thing real quick. So, first of all, just to clarify the statement, you said I don't like "quote unquote" first time jokes. I didn't say I had any problem with it. I just said that it that they, they, they pushed awesome. it a little bit far to the point where it's uncomfortable.
2: No, no, no. I was just re quoting. He understands. Sure, sure, I know.
0: I'm it's just perfect. I'm just clarifying my point. Let me just say that Maiochiki is is that show where when you watch it alone. Like pretty much nothing obscure, like nothing, nothing weird happens. And then as soon as somebody walks into the show, into the to the room you're watching it, that's where, that's where like this scene happens, like where the characters are like sharing a banana (laughs) between themselves. Uh, And there's all sorts of stuff like that that I'm just saying, like the the etchy anime. I get it, I get it, I get it. But I'm just saying that 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 particular scene, I wasn't expecting them to take it as far as they did. That's all I'm saying.
2: All right. Augie, you're next.
1: All right. So, got Pace out of the I'm way, got characters up. out of the right. way, well, for uh, some part. Well, um, did, did
2: you say your opinion on the other character? Or No, uh, I did not. No, I did not. Uh, you said we got it out
1: of the way, though well i got got the characters as a whole but not individually uh oh, okay. Um, okay. so kanjiru he he's more of your main protagonist the every me, the every man that's quite so bland subaru's interesting because eh, like described yes 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 with the seven holy um yeah. <laughs> as described
0: literally why i bought it was for that
1: you you saw that at a panel anyway. Hold
0: on, hold on. With are
1: trying to keep up a masculine facade.
0: <laughs> Sorry, keep talking. I'm just gonna put it up there. So, can anybody read that?
2: Five girls, Barely. one guy. I, I can't read the rest because don't get worry this. about it.
1: All right. So with uh, Subaru, <laughs> and she's she's pretty much she's pretty much a girl trying to dress up in trap pretty, pretty much what I like about her aside from her confidence and uh,
2: badassery
1: girly well girlish ways girlish ways I find it hilarious that all the females really like her but if they would find out that she was a girl she would probably be one of the popular ones in the school then you have uh, next up you have Conaday the rich the rich girl, she, like I said before, she's more of the catalyst of the show. She likes to tease and taunt our main character since he has his issues. But what I like about her is, even though she causes this mischief and tries to escalate small social situations, <laughs> if, you, if you pay attention to her, she does have quite the heart because she's not really doing it to be mean, but to try to see where... A ship could go, or see someone's flaw and try to improve it, sort of.
2: And in some cases, she's actually doing a favor. Like how in the beginning, she was, even though she kidnapped what's his face—I mean, Jiro. Oh, yeah, um, it was all to protect her butler.
1: Mm-hmm. Konade's dad—I forgot, forgot how to pronounce his name. He's Nagare. Nagare. For him, I got a brief fill of Seta from uh, Love Hina. And, I don't know, the typical dad that gets beat up by the daughter. Moving on to outer characters, we have uh, Usami, the bunny. Bunny, I like how they took this. What?
0: Usagi is bunny. Usagi. Oh, wait, no. Usami doesn't mean bunny.
1: I know that, but that's her teasing nickname, even in the maid cafe. Uh, with Usami, I like how they played out the Sundare role because it isn't just her being being. Uh, I don't like that, even though it kind of teases that at first. yeah. When you first, yeah. meet, when you first meet her, she kind and she reveals more of herself. She seems more relatable because she's alone, alone and and isolated. And how they written her in that, they'll. Much more, rela- like I said, relatable, but more realistic for the certain role. Mm-hmm. Then we, we have, uh, what, Kinjira's sister, Kirha? Kureha,
2: Kirha, I think.
1: Yeah. She, she needs a little bit more time, but pretty much her role is to mm-hmm. always, she'll go off an adventure, so she's out there, then Boomerang's back to carry more of the cast with her.
2: I kinda liked that how she'd just go off and wrestle bears and all that crap and then it oh, would yeah. just be so casual.
1: They have the <laughs> shark. With her with her, they were able to pull off more camp, like more uh not cameos, but uh references. Like when they cosplayed as the other characters, which more likely it's the Japanese voice actors or the roles. I had to take a guess at it. Um and then you and the one character I I like for one half, but dislike for the other. Uh, Nanakura, I forgot how to pronounce her name. Nakaru. Nakaru. I like that she's a cross a slash fiction writer. I like fudoshi. that aspect. I I don't mind the Fudo, fudoshi aspect. Totally cool with that. That's her interest. That's her business. Yep. The one part I don't like is the glasses obsession. I, I swear I was about to exp I forgot that's the one aspect I forgot about the character for a moment there. I thought they were going to show a fancy of her getting spanked by glasses.
2: I My think, glasses. I think I I can agree that like some of it does feel forced as like, oh glasses, but the latest episode that I watched of it, she was like uh Handing out glasses when she was at the like maid Easter
1: rabbit. That's the maid episode.
2: I know. I just thought that was kind of funny that moment in particular, but yeah, it it, it definitely did feel kind of forced at some points.
0: I just I want, want to I mean, address. We've seen it this my...
1: before with uh, Lucky Star, but go on, AC.
0: I was just say I just want to address that one of my absolute favorite uh, um, moments in the whole series is in the final episode where the um, who's the girl at the no. N- n- Nakuru. The girl with the glasses What's her Nakuru. name Nakaru? Nakaru, yeah. That Nakaru uh, is spying on Subaru with the uh, high-powered camera lens, and they show that uh, she gets bumped, and her glasses, which cost like 400 yen, start flying off. They're gonna like fall off the uh, uh, the edge of the building, and she's like, "No, my glasses!" And then while she's doing that, she drops her camera with this like several thousand-dollar lens that crashes on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably my favorite gag.
1: That's just one aspect. I kind can of, if they were to continue this, I wouldn't say do another season, but maybe three. Oh, no, they need another season
2: only because after reading the manga, that covers roughly half of the manga. So one other season is all they need to complete it.
1: Okay. Uh I doubt this I've when I've read the manga, I pretty much just skimmed it to kind of get what was going on, on to kind of keep up with a friend conversating. So I know what happens at the end, but I'm a bit blurry as to what goes on in the middle, sort of. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, I kind of wish for like uh, a Reese. What?
0: This bastard! He keeps he keeps gloating at me. He's got a shiny Metite.
2: <laughs> you still play Pokemon Go, really?
0: To which previously he's like, "Hey, check this out! Shiny Magikar. Damn it, Reese. <laughs> also, why are there no like when I caught the shiny Dragonite? There were like sparkles all over the screen when it went into the like, I thought Pokemon that's how you knew.
1: Go in the podcast.
0: I'm just saying. <laughs> I could be out there catching a shiny <laughs> I don't care. <laughs>
1: At this time of night, <laughs> at this time of day, in this region, this area?
2: The Kanto region we are in.
1: Do you expect y- me to believe there's an Aurora Borealis in there?
2: Might be around where I am, but not We're having guys. a great
0: discussion in the comments right <laughs> now. <Yeah. laughs>
1: I kind of wish for a side series of uh, Nakaru. Nakaru? 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 Catgirl. Okay. I kind of wish Cat Girl would have her uh, like own spin-off no, series no, no. of her outrageous, no, no. outlandish stories. <laughs> <laughs> God. So, uh, right. oh, I thought Euphoria was a <laughs> visual novel. Anyway,
2: probably both.
1: Mm, so, what point are we at, D <laughs> D and M? Because I know this is your request, so I'm kind of letting you. Guide this a little bit.
0: Hold on, Shonsky, okay. All you have to do is show her the scene from Discipline where they uh, land the Harrier jet <laughs> and get the, get. They pull the guy into it, fly it up into like a mile of <laughs> the sky, and have sex. It.
1: Oh come on! Just watch Wordsworth. You hear Dan Green in it, and he's <laughs> horsing around. <laughs>
2: okay, we're good yeah we're gonna try. okay
0: i will try to not look at the comments
2: <laughs> so um yeah now despite it being a fairly obvious plot device that it's all like oh i'm a butler and you need to keep my secret type thing i think for what they do with that device i really like the way they approached it because Subaru, you like she it's, it's very justified how it's like she had no friends before because she couldn't get close to anyone because she, she was a butler. So that justifies why she cares so much about Jiro and stuff. And the way that they went about all that crap, whatever. Nice. And uh, let's see. They ended it on a horrible episode, I gotta say. that They just gave a filler episode, what felt like the filler episode at the end. So you got, like, no sense of wrapping up. I think it was episode 12 that they had, like, all the whatever lovey moments or something like that. That would have been a much better episode to end on. But, yeah. To
0: Augie's point, it did feel like the final episode was an OVA. And when I went on Anime Planet to mark it as watched, I was surprised to see that it was actually not considered an OVA.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Going by instinct.
2: I know. That's why it's so shocking.
1: The anime does do a good job. It makes me want to go and, well, go and buy the manga, but...
2: They have omnibuses now, so you're saving money, no. unlike ah, me. there we go. I got all seven volumes individually. Now, as so for what... If, it,
1: if they were to do a hardback, would it be hardback than penny-bound?
2: What does that even mean?
1: Well, you have a hardback book, and just like a your book covers for a textbook back in high school, it'll be uh, a penny material. Panty <laughs> I mean, material. We've seen panty. We've seen panty bathing suits on this podcast.
0: Oh we God. have.
2: <laughs> I know this is probably something we never just dis- don't really discuss that much, but just for reference, so I can have a deeper opinion for when I write my review. What do you guys think of the animation quality?
1: I really enjoyed it. It's pretty it's it is what you expect from 2012 for a standard animation. Um, the bright colors the bright colors and character designs match the cheeriness and well how they should look at that age. So the
2: express the expression was on point, is what you're saying.
0: I didn't have any complaints with it. Um, I didn't think it was spectacular, but I will say that the the outfit designs were actually more complex than you probably think when you're watching it. In terms of the amount of drawing and stuff that needed to be done per frame, um, the frills and stuff that certain characters wore in like the Maid Cafe episode and everything. Um, they were, I felt like they pushed it a little bit further than most shows would actually be comfortable doing budget wise. Um, so there was, it was somewhat nice. Now I'm not entirely sure it's possible that, um, that it only looked that good because it was the DVD slash Blu-ray release, right? You know I mean? It's possible that
2: it was the, worse the broadcast
0: the version might've looked really crummy. I don't know, but I'm just saying from what I saw, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't that bad.
2: Yeah, because as a Slice of Life series like or Slice of Life rom-com, those typically have pretty minimal animation, which it did feel like, in terms of motion, The yeah, they had fewer frames than they could have done, but it was all like, you know, it, it did the job. But I thought that there was a lot more action in this series because he gets beaten up by his sister and all that crap. So they had some peaks, I thought. But you brought up a good point because I guess there are some more detailed designs, so that might be why they had fewer frames in some. Yeah, like, just weapon.
0: look at look at the detail in Subaru and Kanade's outfit. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, also I thought it was a little bit weird that the cover art they chose was Subaru and Chicken Sister.
2: Well, no. well, the yeah, original no. sub-old DVD was manga artwork. So okay. I liked how they did the anime style artwork because I much prefer the anime designs because sure. the, the manga designs were like these soulless Moe-esque guys. I don't know how to describe well, it. Either.
0: Actually, I was going to make a joke about the fact that literally every character in the show, their pupils are so effing like small that I feel like they're on drugs.
2: <laughs> I never thought about that the entire time. Usually story, though, man. that's,
0: Backwards, right? Your pupils dilate to the point where they're they're letting in way too much light when you're on drugs or that's you're on. True, yeah. So, but I don't know. It just they're they're so tiny. And by the last episode, it was starting to really bother me. I'm like, how did I not notice this until just now? I can't. Every single. I thought it was just one character, and then I saw other characters. I was like, hold up,
2: holy crap! That's and then the I was looking
0: at every character. Like, oh my god, they're all insane. <laughs> they're all on drugs. Yeah. So that was a little bit weird. But um. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's it's. I didn't I didn't dislike the show, but I just felt like it it got the premise was tired out quickly, um, and I just. I won't. I won't say that it was bad, or that it. it's definitely. It wasn't one of my favorites. I, I. I can't. I really can't articulate this in a way that that gives it the justice I feel like it deserves. Would you like I'm me not, to? I'm not trying to say that it's bad, but I just feel like that's all that I'm saying, and it's want not. Me
1: to continue, then let you continue, so you can gather your thoughts.
0: Yes,
2: continue.
1: Uh, for me, I enjoyed the show. I would recommend it to people. However, if you want something that's uh, more dramatic more seriously dramatic this one's for a lighter lighter tone and watch. I wouldn't say that the there are some etchy moments, but I wouldn't say this is something that you would hide behind the counter. Yeah Um, definitely. Like I said before the pace pace felt like it was half lengths for the episodes instead of full lengths. Um if if you Need, cheer, need something to watch to cheer up, or if you're on a date, I would recommend this show.
0: <laughs> yeah, first date. Let's watch my Cheeky. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll, yeah.
2: I'll, I'll tell
0: you this much. From what we're saying in the uh, chat over here, regarding the wine bottle uh, stuff, this is... What are you doing with the my... wine bottle? <laughs> I was saying that we're, we're discussing hentai in the chat, and I was saying that um, the dubs are pretty much the only reason I even watch it. And I was saying that, uh, you, it usually involves my wife and I getting a bottle of wine and marathoning a few of them and just, you know, laughing our butts off. Um, but, uh, I, I would much rather do, I guarantee you my wife would much rather do that than watch this with a bottle of wine. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, and it's funny that we we're, were talking about this because we are talking about like, uh, the, Etchy. I don't want to call it fan service. just straight up etchy. This is what we get to watch this week. <laughs>
1: that one has uh, yes. it. Ladies versus uh, Butlers. This one, this one tested the censorship, modern censorship at the time. It did. It did. Or that's what I heard. Hopefully that's true.
0: Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. it says 16 and over and older on it.
2: Wait for it, wait for it. Lays versus butlers, 26 nip count.
0: Boom. <laughs> even, well, I, I mean, I can't even really show it, but the, the disc has nip count. If you consider, even though it's covered with, <laughs> even oh, though the disc okay. is covered with uh bikini, it's like uh, some pretty obvious <laughs> nip there.
1: Okay, I'm a little lost here. Like, when you say nipples, are you just saying you see the shape of the nipples? or no, I'm talking about He's, about saying,
0: he's saying actual exposed
2: because I've seen the show already. and did it oh, okay.
1: Oh
0: my gosh, would the you
2: recommend uh, Myo Cheeky? <laughs> well, the reason a... I recommend it is because it's one of my favorites. Like, at the time, top... okay, I, I remember the thing that I didn't make very clear yet or at all is that I, I'm pretty biased because I have an obsession with trap characters. <laughs>
1: I, yeah, they make pretty this, good plots hold up, for light hold novels.
0: Up, hold up. Hold up.
1: No visual novels. Trap light characters
0: novels. are male characters okay, if you want get Hold on.
2: If you want to get technical, reverse trap. Fine. Okay. Reverse I have trap. an obsession with reverse trap characters. Though, if you count Hideyoshi and Bakken Test, that's a trap. So, yeah.
1: That's not Hideyoshi. a trap. That's a that's A symbol.
2: A sim- <laughs> symbol, yes. It's a gender. Oh, God, no. Let's not go oh, into no. that. But, yeah, I, I recommend You have this. some
0: uh, fellow trap uh, enthusiasts in the, in the chat here. How big oh, a
2: bear I of Oh, okay. Well, yeah, so I freaking loved it because she was so adorable, and she's, like, who I'd consider my number one waifu if I had a list because, like, uh, I don't know. She's just so strong, whatever, blah, blah, blah. She's not a, a princess and all that stuff. She likes to get gritty and not, and whatnot. And as I said before, it's the the relationship they have between them that made me love this series so much. And it's more or less that. But after I read the manga, it has some really nice moments in it, and it has like some was it some values that I think are really really good or something. And I loved the ending. As much as like shows that I love and manga that I love, I hate it when they end. But um, I came to the conclusion that the manga end was the best they could do without making me feel like, oh, well, I want more. Oh, if they go further than that, I still want more, essentially. So I'm happy with where they ended it, which Augie kind of knows, you said.
0: Yeah. I don't want to
2: spoil it for anyone that wants to watch the show, but so there's th- there's
0: a serious question here. Are traps gay?
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the that's the question million that Another question. Yeah, that everyone asks.
1: Well, it's very simple. Don't fall for the trap and you won't be in trouble.
2: Actually, uh, I guess the other thing I should mention about the art, apart from liking the anime designs more than the manga, I love how cute Subaru looks and his sister Koreya huh, and all that stuff. Korea. Yeah, North Korea is his sister. But, um.
0: Kim Jong Un-kun.
1: <laughs> well, they're just happy because they can get McDonald's now.
2: Yeah. So that's essentially it. I, I loved that show, despite all the flaws it has and the blatant, uh, what is it? Device edge.
0: Oh, man. I just totally. I, I'm I read something in the chat that. I, I totally forgot about that character from Steinsgate. <laughs> awesome, yeah, spoilers. Don't read nips. it, Augie. Don't read it. Don't read it, Augie. What? It.
2: Read
0: what? He's reading the spoiler. So oh, he's, no, he's frozen. <laughs> Do
1: like all the characters die at some point or something. No. In what? <laughs> for what? That's like the Gate, one but... spoiler.
0: The one spoiler that's pretty inconsequential. <laughs>
2: I was gonna say that's like <laughs> take on Ruka. <laughs> um yeah, yeah uh, actually you know what? Ruka's probably the best trap to like, considering spoiler. <laughs> as I'm so, sure uh...
0: <laughs> so if we do if we do approach this, uh the topic of are traps gay or or quote, do do liking traps make you gay? Um I think that uh
2: I think that's a rhetorical a, question. Well, traps. from a
0: technical standpoint, you have to say yes, but I, I think that the the overarching thing here is is the difference is that um it let's say that somebody is into traps. If you say uh that if you say that you're gay and you're and your actual thing is that you're into traps, then it's not technically the same thing. You know what I mean? It's basically what it is is that there's not a word to describe uh the actual because it's it's like a fetishized thing so it's like there's there's not actually a um an appropriate word for it so then it just becomes how do we shame people for liking traps and mm-hmm. whatever I, I think that people are, are way too hung up on it personally but uh, I
1: honestly don't care do what you like and make yeah, and whatever don't, makes don't you feel happy. me do
0: whatever you want <laughs> um, I
1: just like yeah.
2: I just like reverse traps
0: because
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's because wearing the masculine clothing and stuff Brings out the femininity in them, or the the cuteness in them, or something like that, that makes them more. How did I? When I say the cuteness, that makes me sound like I'm a weeb with a body pillow or something. I'm I'm not. I'm
0: not giving you a hard time for liking reverse traps. Let me just be clear about that. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, well, I just I I just want to say the thing about the thing about women is that women can wear guys' clothes and still be feminine. Guys can't wear girls clothes and still be masculine. That's, all right, let's put it that way and and we'll end the discussion there.
2: Yeah, but um I think it brings out the inner something or other in them, like a spark. Like now and Persona 4 is really oh, great.
0: And <laughs> then when <laughs> old he- man so hold on, old man says the trap question was asked on Phil DeFranco's channel and it got shadow banned, it vanished. So if this podcast disappears, uh, we've learned why. That's why.
1: But but yeah, I'm glad the Philip guy has gone. So.
2: I think the, the other thing that I like about tra- traps, I mean reverse traps, <laughs> is, that, is that whenever the thing I like most about is a surprise, which in Mayo Chicky's case is not a good example, because it's fairly obvious, but in any other show, if there's like a a, a midway trapping, you'll be like, I didn't know they were trapped. They're interesting. I look
0: forward to the um, anime snob episode where he where he cuts that clip (laughs) of you saying the thing I like about traps.
2: (laughs) I'd love Um, to be part of his legacy.
1: (laughs) My two cents on this situation: I don't really care for traps. I wouldn't be one that would go forward in any way. Like a reason why other people would like it: it's not really the bound of gender that they're interested in. It's the adventure of romance in the relationship that they want.
0: I think the more appropriate question is, are Futa's gay?
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is, but...
1: Well, it's their choice this is all, to this do is all whatever retarded. they want This is all retarded. They <laughs> have two sets of balls. If that's the I case. just
0: love how derailed this whole, this whole podcast got.
1: <laughs> that's why um, that's the unaskable question. It's because, <laughs> in this case, AC, it's because you didn't like my Ocheekie.
0: It's not. I never said I didn't like it. I just felt like I felt like they used up their jokes early, and there's a big chunk in the middle where I, where I I honestly don't even remember anything that happened.
2: That's because Usami came in. Okay, um. So yeah. Ending thoughts is I love it. Uh, Augie, you liked it. I liked it.
0: Well, let me let me give you a a, a concrete example real quick about the final episode
2: example
0: in the final yeah an example from the final episode where Nakaru is embarrassed because she needs to ask somebody to massage her tits okay now that is such a bullshit premise for that episode like that's it, why like I hated they that. jumped so. the shark you know they they it, it went too far with the premise there and then it just becomes like like i can't even get i can't take it seriously you know
1: but ac this was her first time
2: yeah and he did not like that joke
1: see full circle
2: all right now my my concluding statement to this is um i definitely don't feel like i've done justice to this which obviously isn't achievable because you know our podcasts we're three people but um i'm hundred percent making a review on this i'm obligated to so whenever that happens uh feel free to check it out even though i'm still working on eld live review but you know what now that i have that 1080 i can start pumping it out time even though that changes nothing in my workflow but yes that's my concluding thoughts And are you frozen,
0: Brad? No. A little bit. A little bit. Old old man brought up a great existential point here. (laughs) He says the first time he heard the question uh, on whether or not traps were gay was in (laughs) r slash anime uh, /anime on Reddit. Reddit. Uh, it It wasn't even about a real person. It was about the anime character like in Steins Gate. I honestly didn't even think the question was really about, quote, the trap, but was about the person answering the question. Whether you about. answer yes or no reveals your true feelings toward the character. In other words, the question itself is the trap. So this has to do specifically with the fact that Steinsgate involves time travel and one of the characters is
2: Beruka.
0: female originally, right?
2: No male originally.
0: Male originally?
2: Well now we just spoiled it. Okay. <laughs> Hold on.
0: Is the character male originally?
2: Yeah. I thought it's male originally, but then okay, well, there's the just, whole the
0: characters male originally, but want like is always dressing very, feminine, very and, and feminine. basically identifies as a female, um, and then through
2: through texting his mother time travel, insane. something occurs
0: <laughs> that that causes the gestational period of the pregnancy involving that character because to have that character his, become female. They,
2: they use the not what are those old things the. Not phones. Uh, God damn. Telegram.
1: Not,
2: not fax machines. Like the thing you have Pager. on your belt. Pager. Pager. A letter. They, they paged his mother to say eat veggies because I'll right. give give enough email it's, or whatever. it's
0: the, it's so there's like there are some things people say that you can there's sort of a, I don't, I don't like the term pseudoscience, but that's how a lot of people would describe it. I'm not going to call it that, but there's basically this idea that you can, um, you You can determine the the gender of your child by like, for instance, in the office, which I'm always referencing on this channel, uh, Dwight says that the child will be male. It's simply, you know, keeping the womb extremely warm for two weeks, for two months and then extremely cold for, you know, and there's all these different things about how you can actually determine the gender of the child based on, factors that the mother does and and in this case it was eat more vegetables the child is more likely to be female blah blah blah. anyway so what they're saying here is if you love the character if you really like the character it shouldn't matter whether the character is male or female right so it's it the question as old man said is a trap because it is a question of um are your feelings towards the character defined by the gender and it's it is a minefield question, you know, because it's one of those things where obviously this is a fictional character and it's just, eh, it's a, it's a bad, it's okay, a bad question. See.
1: You obviously want to get attached to
0: the, the character show. in the same way. Um, if the character had all, I mean, this is a scenario where, where time travel is involved. You know what I mean? So it's like, you can't, you can't get attracted to the character in the same way. Uh, just like hormone wise, you, it'll just be a whole different scenario for you if the character is, male or female you know what i mean like from the from the moment you meet them kind of thing so uh, i think you're absolutely right The the question itself is the uh is the trap
2: the real trap is you going on a tangent because that's what it triggers like that's the intent of the <laughs> ask a question to get people to discuss it overly complicated when it's just a dumb question <laughs>
1: No AC. Well, since, since you apparently want to talk about it, I have two more demands to add to the three, and all you have to do is one of them. No. Demand I don't number even four.
0: Because it's not going to happen.
1: Demand number four. You dress in a toga for one podcast.
0: You know what? If you dress in that Piccolo mask, it'll happen.
1: Demand number five. You dress up as Al Borland for a podcast.
2: Demand number 20. All right, so what is the next door of business? Are, does, is this the first podcast we finished where I don't have to leave?
1: Oh, well, this is the first podcast that we could have ended it 30 minutes ago and finally nailed that two-and-a-half-hour time slot, but we're at three hours again.
0: Because of all that w- wasted time, right. not moving on to your pickups. Um, so, next order of business is five next podcast, which is the 18th of May, where we will be watching Ladies versus Butlers. Exactly. So, just for the record, I just want to make sure you guys know this. Um, this was one of the shows. This is this is <laughs> this. Is <laughs> Released by Media Blasters. <laughs> Anime Works. Uh, and this is one of the shows where they had released it on burned DVD-R. DVD. Right? Even though they claim that it's region one on the back, um, And you can't region lock those. Yeah, this has to be. Yep. However, the Blu-rays...
2: If I can get them out.
0: ...are pressed. I got so, but those I'm okay with those nips <laughs> uh, but it's in one of these awful cases so pick your hey, poison
2: <laughs> that's a good case it's just they chose the crappy variant of it that has the plastic taken out
0: um, it's a bad case because Why? of that variant. <laughs> uh,
1: I do <laughs> because it's flimsy
0: We've been on that before. Um
1: also I want to apologize. Last time when I talked about Gigantor, it's not a Sandy Frank show, it's a Fred Ladd show.
2: I don't know what that means, but yep, I, nobody knows what,
1: I, what that means. I know um, Sandy what it Frank
0: means. was Speed Racer. Uh is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So what he's saying is that the sort of dubbing quality and the the pattern of speech and stuff is not Speed Racer-esque.
1: Different ADR styles.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, um, I guess we can wrap it up unless anybody else has something they want to say.
1: I keep saying this. I think I know what it is. Above the Maru box, right above that, I keep thinking that's a sneaking special edition for Xbox 360. Nope. Go up. Go up. Okay. Green box right beside you. Other side of you. That side of you. Okay, go directly up. That yellow spine.
0: Okay, start over because uh, you just totally.
1: Now go directly up.
0: How did you even see Umar-chan? It's completely off camera.
1: I'm magic, but that's not what I'm talking about. You are on the green box. Go directly up.
0: This box. Go north. Go up.
1: This? Yes.
0: What do you think this is?
1: Well, from where it looks from where I'm sitting, it looks like a special edition of Sneaking for, for Xbox 360, which I know that's oh, wrong. God. I keep thinking it's Beast Wars.
0: It is Beast Wars.
1: Okay. Rip. Okay.
0: Congratulations. All right, guys. Well, anyway, uh, I guess that wraps it up for here, uh, for tonight. So we will see you again Thursday, May. I'm going to make sure I don't screw this up. I'm pretty sure it's May 18th. Maybe May 17th. I have a friend who's coming down from California on the weekend of the 18th. Yeah, May 17th. Good thing I checked that out. On uh, May 17th, Thursday, uh, we'll see you guys then. All right. So thank you for stopping by. Please like and subscribe, and uh, we'll catch you next time.
1: See you later.